Welcome to Wonder Woman. <laughs> Welcome to Wonder Woman. All right. Uh, I'm the scat man. <laughs> Uh, All right, so welcome back to another spoiler cast. Today is Wonder Woman. Yes, today's Wonder Woman Day. DC. National Wonder Woman Day. National Wonder Woman Day is a treasure to all mankind. So, um, how long was that movie? Was that a two-hour movie? That was a long movie. That was a long movie. That was a long movie. Uh, We got, it was almost, because it started like three, and we were going, we were leaving at like, it started. It started like three ten. Yeah, we left. Oh, so it must have been like a two hour, fifteen, two hour, twenty minute movie or something. Like, yeah, like getting in the territory of like Fellowship of the Ring or something. I think. Yeah, it was. It was pretty long. And as you'd expect, it's an it's an excellently told, densely packed story with a nice, tight screen uh, script. I almost said well, screenplay is what I was thinking of. But I almost said a nice tight screen right i'm like that's not a word he might be <laughs> that's almost you never, a word you never know if that guy's tight <laughs> yes screen right come over yeah. here screen right come here let me check your anus i need to make sure it's nice and tight for the audience <laughs> all right well that's how we're starting this apparently and yeah so anyways right. uh so we, we saw it with joe so we didn't joe. make it you need to preface that you can't just say he didn't make it Uh, he couldn't make it to the spoiler cast he had to go uh he's here he's enjoying his last week in the united states and uh unfortunately he won't be going time because wonder woman is a long as fuck movie yeah (laughs) and he didn't have time to stick around afterwards he also died he was loudly booing during the credits which i've never experienced I was in theaters or from joe yes that's like the most like out that's like the loudest he's ever been yeah, in a in, in a public in, place. In a public yeah. place, he's like showing discontent. <laughs> and I'm like, he he's barely he barely speaks up when he's in a room surrounded by friends. Yeah, so that was an experience that I never knew could happen. Yeah, I uh, I didn't boo it just because I don't boo movies. No, I've never experienced that before. Uh, but I I can understand his plight. Hmm. Um, but. So let's let's again let's get behind ourselves. Uh, so we saw Wonder Woman. It's yeah. the next DC cinematic universe, well, the it, fourth cinematic universe movie. Remember, already. it's also the last one before Justice League. Yeah, which so, is weird because we don't even know who Cyborg and Flash are, or Aquaman. We is know that who Flash is. Is Aquaman coming before or after? Aquaman's Justice coming League? after Justice League. Well, here's the problem: I don't know Flash because the Flash. From the television shows, which is the only, the only good DC property in the last what, however many years it's been since Dark Knight, which is probably a decade now. Yeah. Uh, like, that's a different character. Wait, what? The, the Barry Allen, I think it's Barry Allen in the movies, too. It's it a different character. They're playing, it's a different actor? Yeah. Well, it's, it's not, the, the CW universe is not canonically part of the DC cinematic universe. Which is important to notice because, yes, like for Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is canonically part of the all the other Marvel movies universe. It has yes. characters and actors from it. Yes. But no, that likable uh, Barry Allen actor dude isn't in the, the DC cinematic universe. And also the DC Flash looks like he's covered in chrome and like weird way too bright, way too nasty looking. Like It looks like a Transformers thing. Or actually, mm. no, no, no. It has that weird translucent weird like thing where like the color doesn't look even anywhere like, so, from, like, like the power the, rangers movie so, like green lantern suit it's like kind of like green lantern and also like the power rangers costumes in the new one where it's like it's this weird like oh it, look, it looks like a it looks yeah. like what's it called like the 
like in the body of a motorcycle, that top part where like if they color it with that weird chromey like color yeah. thing where you look at, at different angles and it doesn't quite ever look uniform and stuff. It's yeah. really weird looking. Okay, and good. Not, and not superhero-y looking. Good, good. Whereas, whereas because in, that in red the Flash suit... television show, he's just wearing a red leather suit. Yeah, like because a, that like... suit would have been so hard yeah. to get made. Like you haven't, I don't know if you've seen the Flash show really, but it looks kind of like the Daredevil suit from Netflix. It's, it's just red. You, you mean they could have just, they could have just made a suit. They could have just made a suit and had him wear it. We're off track. We're so off track already. In any case, so this movie has no, uh, this movie uh, has no tie-ins to any of the previous DC Universe stuff except for one very casual it, letter from Batman. The movie's framed. As something that must have happened after Batman vs Superman, I guess, because yes. she's now met Batman, and uh, she gets a letter like, "Here, I got this old photo of you from World War One," and it's, then she like flashes back to the entire movie happening, and then at the end of the movie, she's like, "Thanks, Batman." And I'm like, "Why was this framing device here? Did this, yeah. con- did, this did this need to be contextualized as happening after B- BVS somehow? Like, it has to, because otherwise, you'd be wondering why, like, why she would even remember her past. Like, you could have put out the movie Avengers." And then put out Captain America, where he gets frozen at the end, yeah. and not have to be like, this is Steven Rogers remembering how he got here. It's like, no, you just fucking show it, and then like obviously he's in the past because it's World War II. Yeah. And then at the end, he's not in World War II anymore because he got frozen and came here. Like, we don't need to... That they get such a pointless framing device to make like shitty narration happen. Yeah, but the shitty narration doesn't exist for a reason either because it's not like it's going to happen throughout the movie to explain things. She yeah. just narrates the beginning to be like, "I was once optimistic" or something and stuff, and then yeah, and then we drop the framing device immediately, which means that it's not really a framing device; it's just a padding thing. It's just yeah, that it, that's a good it's, that's a good word to use for a lot of this it's movie. That it's just been padding. Edi- well, I mean that it's something that should have been edited out. Like, I understand filming the idea of, like, what if we frame it like it's her thinking about the past. But, like, it's the type of thing that should have been edited out because the movie is so long. Yeah. And it doesn't add to the movie in any way. So, like, it's the type of thing that you do, like... It's... Like, I still don't even understand... It's like how in Ant-Man, they're like, we're gonna randomly go to the, the Avengers headquarters and fight that, like, D-list, like, Hawk guy. Yeah. For a second. Because we've got to acknowledge the other movies for some reason. Just for the sake of it, like yeah. it's that that kind of awkward like studio interference type thing, which I guess is how that, that's the, that seems to be what's really a big part of the DC movies is that it's like this mandated how the movies are going to work, and then they just have to work with that. It, yeah, it does feel like there's a there's some kind of like underlying chain holding them down to but something. What's, what's going to happen here though is we're going to disagree about this movie, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, I think it's a movie that deserves disagreement, but I think there are a lot of things I will not stand for. On you didn't like it at all. Right? I didn't like it at all, but there are there are things I okay. liked the first seventy five percent of it more or less. I but I was never like, yeah, this is great. I'm having so much fun. It's like I'm watching Ed- Edgar Wright or something. It's like, no, this is fine. I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have fun till the action scenes kicked in. Which ones? Uh, as soon as the act, the first action scene where she the the okay. I'll get I'll get to the point. I'll, we I'll can surely you. agree that the ending sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. Get, to, we'll get to that, yeah. I guess, in chronological so, order. So okay, so it starts off with Diana being a child, uh, Wonder Woman being a child, running around the, the what the fuck was it called? I can never remember. They, the name. they always said it really fast. She always says it super fast for something. It's like it's Mama. like Australia or Mama, something. Mama. It starts with an M. Yeah, I think it's Mistralia. Mistralia. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like the word like like the mist from the, the old yeah. like adventure games. Either way, she she's running around that island uh, with a bunch of women, Amazonian women, and watching them like fight and do stuff. And her mom shows up and she's like, "You can't fight because you're not supposed to." 
And it's like, okay, well, that's not how you raise children to not do that thing you don't want them to. But I no. hope, But I'm assuming that Wonder Woman will never leave this island to go fight anybody. It's an island where we're shown literally nothing that anyone does ever on the entire pl- uh, island, period, besides train. Yeah. That's the only thing you see any person do on the entire island for the very lengthy amount of time we spent on that island. Yes. They're old people fighting and training. But apparently this one girl's like the only person on the island that's not allowed to train. Like, yeah. Well, she's going to go watch forever <laughs> like i don't even know what they, she would do they don't, in... they don't introduce anyone who does anything else ever yeah which I don't they even... assume i assume they do someone has to be making like food and shit. yeah that's what i was wondering but like what don't... is what would she do would she just be like the most like a super strong baker it reminds like... so it reminded me of when i watched uh man of steel which i put myself oh. through did you ever watch that ever i think i see i saw the first one but i didn't see the second one the, well there's it goes man of steel and then it goes batman versus superman there's no, there, there's no there's other, there's no other super, well, th- all the other Superman movies were different Superman from like 10 years and 20 and 30 years ago. Was it, was Superman, uh, Man of Steel, was that the one where his dad Harry, shows up? Is it Harry Carvel or something? The new Superman guy is, yeah, he's, he. That's the one with his dad that comes up on the ship, right? And he's like, let me just tell you how to get out of here. Where his dad's a hologram? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that movie then. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, so that movie was so hard to get through that it's the reason I didn't see Batman vs. Superman. Okay. Because watching another Superman movie with that character is not enough reason to watch a movie for me anymore. The first one was just too unwatchable. Like, there was a few minutes where I was kind of into it here and there, but then overall it was just like this monotone, throbbing dread for the entire movie. Okay. the entire movie is just everyone's miserable in every direction at all times and superman's a shitty person and everyone sucks and no one makes sense and then villains show up to fuck up the shitty planet and they suck too and everyone sucks all the time and all the way up to the ending where that was stupid as fuck where it's like superman had to kill him like no he didn't he didn't have to kill shit i mean thought it was like oh i'm slowly rotating my head and lasers are coming out how will you save this family could you like go over there and get them or maybe just if you have the power to break my neck maybe just turn my head in any direction besides that cuz lasers coming out the front <laughs> but no you can't just do that you got to kill zod to for it, some reason it is weird given that like superman has the ability to be faster than flash yeah so like you're telling me you literally couldn't fly couldn't save that you family couldn't save that no. family by fly, like flying over there grabbing them and flying spoilers away spoilers for superman by the way apparently spoiler cast for all of dc movies we've yeah. seen apparently uh, uh so in any case the the point being that uh but yeah, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch batman with super first superman because i don't want to see a batman that's introduced in someone else's movie yeah and i don't want to see another superman movie that's not superman because, like, Superman's supposed to be this, like... He's supposed to be what Captain America is in his movie. Which is... The, the the point is he actually is the Boy Scout everyone thinks he is. Yeah. And not ironically. And not, like, with reservations. Like, it's like, no, he's going to just always be the good guy. Yeah, he's always there to save yeah, the that's day. That's the point. Like, that's the point, yeah. <laughs> if you compromise that, then you're like, oh, it's some other guy. Yeah, Superman is flawless. <laughs> that's the point. Like, that's the point. That's the whole he's, point. He's supposed to be flawless to a T. And this one, he's a creepy, murderous alien. And he, he snaps yeah. someone's neck because in literally the first movie, he's already not good enough to be the guy that, that doesn't kill. Yeah. He couldn't make it one movie. <laughs> so, okay, again, we're getting off track. Yeah, so, that'll happen. So, the, uh, so, she's on the island, learning to train. No one wants her, or her mom doesn't want her to become a warrior. 
uh, and then her aunt, I guess, because she said it, the queen said it was her sister, which was distractingly was definitely that one. It's Kevin Spacey's wife from uh, from House of Cards. Yeah, I was like, that was all I could think about. I'm like, oh, she's gonna die because she has to go back to House of Cards, and it's, then she died. <laughs> it, okay, so while we're here on the island talking about it, can I just point out that accents are just don't do it. They seem to just have a made-up accent. That's yeah. like the all accent. It, it just sounds really dumb. It's like... Because not, cause not everyone could European. uniform to it. So then you had some people who were just like, so they what are you doing? Con- they seem to contextualize it under the idea that, like, they speak like a hundred languages or something. So it's like, yeah. how the fuck? Like, how, how she's not very old, is she? How does she speak that many languages? Okay, sure. Maybe, it's, it's maybe also they more cons- drink from fucking the babble juice. It's also more <laughs> concerning than it taught them the languages. Remember, it's also more concerning. She knows German, but has never heard of the Germans. Yeah, that's pretty hard. <laughs> like they don't just know. They've been they're isolationists for some incredible amount of time to the point where they since still the beginning be- of time. Like they still believe in in gods and everything. Greek gods. Yeah, but they speak modern languages. Yes, fluently. somehow fluently. While not knowing that those countries exist. But also, you have to remember, they can't leave the island. She even speaks Chinese. She speaks... Definitely speaks German and Chinese and obviously Greek. And, uh... And, uh, uh Arabic. And English. And English. So... And, uh, and what I've was heard, the other one? I've heard one reason behind the, the accent stuff. And... Is because the the actress has an accent. Yeah, the main the lead actress has like I think she's what I think she might have like an Israeli accent or something. Yeah, she does. So they're like, uh, we can cover up this a little bit by having everyone kind of just have vague accents. You can also get a new actress. Well, like this is, well, this is what we're gonna get to is the idea that like nothing about what happens in this movie really strikes me as like the the lead actress being anywhere like particularly talented. No. Is she just no. a, Is she a model or something? Because yes. I don't remember her from anything. She's not a fucking actress. She doesn't seem like an actress. No, she's, just... she's... because every fucking shot is her making a pose. Yeah, you notice it that? It seems like they think acting is that she just needs to have like glistening eyes and like a really good gaze. And man, and she like, always yeah, like she's like ooh, head she's always got and her hair yeah, like going slow her motion. Hair is always perfect, and her eyes are piercing. And I'm like, yeah, sure, got piercing eyes. I mean, Elijah Wood did that too. And, <laughs> Lord of the Rings movies, but like also he had to act besides that. <laughs> like, sure, he had the really bright blue eyes that kept zooming in on like almost too much, but like he also had to do a bunch of acting in those movies. I just want to see a picture now, like a meme of like who did it better. And it's just <laughs> like Elijah Wood just and a bunch her. of piercing gazes. Yeah. It, it turns into like that one, like the hero pose with the sword going at the camera, but it's just the same gaze from 500 different yeah. people. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. So the, I'm glad we can agree that the accent thing is the dumb. accent wasn't uh, great, but. Y- you kind of get over it relatively fast just because I just, once you get off the first island, you never see another person with that accent again besides the protagonist. Yeah, that's the problem. Which just She has a made-up accent because she's from a made-up place. Sure, whatever. I mean, it, it was Israel only... is a real place, Keith. You can't just ignore that. <laughs> it, it, is, does she just have an Israeli accent? Yeah, I don't know. It's just an Israeli well, I mean, accent. I thought that maybe in the movie she is doing a fake accent still, she's but like, just not very well. She's trying to cover it. Because you can't just have a flat-out Israeli accent and expect other people to do that accent. So what, what they do throughout the movie to try to hide that she's not a great actress is they 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 kind of hide her like physically behind Chris Pine, yeah. who generally is a pretty good actor because he's 
He's fine in this movie. He's okay, yeah. Like, if he does anything he stupid, actually, it's the movie's fault. He's but, like, actually he's... relatively good at acting. All yeah. of his scenes where he's, flun- like, floundering around, yeah. it, like, it feels like genuine. The, like the boat scene where, like, yeah. he's like, I can't sleep next to you because, like, well, like, you know, it's rude to assume. And, like, no, well, fine, I'll sleep next to you. I'll sleep next to you. Like, yeah, like, it little, felt like, really good. Things. Watching him, I was like, what? It's, oh, my God, there's acting. He's grown then, up for the last 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's doing so good. And then, like, <laughs> then, Star Trek, what, 2009 was Star yeah. Trek? Before that, no one knew he existed, I assume? Yeah, I don't think he existed. That he was in a train movie? He was literally non-existing <laughs> of a human until Star Trek. <laughs> he spawned into being <laughs> Just moment. for Star Trek. But, uh, no, like, yeah, all of his scenes, I was like, wow, this is, like, he he's into it. Like, he's actually yeah. into this role. He's, he's good. Yeah. Which but, is, and the good news is that he's also in basically the entire movie when he shows yeah, up. He, he's in, like, 95% of that movie. Yep. Until he uh, suddenly dies with almost no buildup. He had some buildup. You just couldn't hear it because it was... <laughs> for, like, fucking five minutes. So his, his death was super awkward at the Don't, end of the movie. Let's just... No, I just want to talk, fucking talk about it now. It's fine. We can, we can bounce all the fuck over. It's we our show. But, we have... Yeah creative control over this also i already said he dies so <laughs> so you spoiled it keith that's <laughs> the point but it was really weird about the, de- the way they handled his death ultimately is that there's usually there's like some kind of build-up to the death but instead he just slips that little watch that they made a big the heirloom about at the beginning yeah. of the movie sl- slips up to wonder woman then just runs off to sacrifice himself with like a, without a word. Well, they, I mean, they. But did, then, yeah. after he's dead, they then show the scene that has that is the scene you always do before someone sacrifices themselves, where they're talking, where they kind of reveal what they're going to do, and they're like, "No, don't," and then they're like, "No, I have to." Yeah. And all that, like that, that, that thing happens. Well, they, they did that, but they showed it afterwards, which is bizarre. No, they did. They still did it beforehand. They kind of didn't. Uh, yeah, because he, he was like, he was like, oh, because remember he was talking little, about. It. He's like, it's like, is it flammable? Yeah, he said, like is it flammable? And the guy was like, yeah, it's hydrogen, it's flammable. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna go take care of it. And he runs off, and they're like, no, wait, stop. His best plan was to just blow, like, <sighs> his best plan was to take the plane but not ground the plane. He had complete control. Or put it in the over ocean. The, he had complete control over the plane. And his best solution was to point backwards and shoot into the canisters to blow himself up, as opposed to like maybe take a parachute and maybe do that grenade trick he did earlier in the same movie. He could blow something up again, Keith. He could also have thrown it into the water. Yeah, where no one would be able to get it. It's just because there's no fucking magneto in this universe. It's just mustard gas. Yeah, it has to be in the air. If mustard gas goes off in the water, oh no! It need it's. And it probably wouldn't even go off. It would just sink down there and... Yeah. Know, well, it's, it was on a timer. It was on an explosive timer. So the ship was supposed to just blow up anyways. So if you really need to blow it up in the air, like, surely he could have found a parachute. They had parachutes well, already, or, I think. I thought, honestly, I thought his plan was he was just going to coast it into the sky, and then I thought he was just going to jump. I didn't think he was going to, like, legitimately blow the fucking thing up. Yeah, with, he, did, like, he, didn't even, he didn't even jump out. He just stayed there in the pilot seat and suicided. Yeah, he, like, kind of did, he di- kind of did this, like, very off-putting, like, I did good. And then just turns around yeah. and shoots it. <laughs> like, what the he just, fuck? He just got Alderaan. <laughs> why, would you, why would you smile in that instance? I mean, he has to die so he can't be in the other movies, even though he'd probably be di- dead of old age because he's a World War One veteran. Yeah. <laughs> and I assume BVS is modern day. Yeah, that yeah. was our Superman's modern day. So now we've t- discussed his death. Let's talk about how he gets into the movie in the first place. So uh, <laughs> while on the island, we learn we watch Diana grow as a woman, which is weird because they have played like played by a series of different young actresses. Yeah, so they have the child actor, then the teenage actor who's there for like a scene, a and scene, a scene, 
And then they have the adult, uh, the main actress. Apparently, they were so good at hiding the fact that they were training her behind their back that she becomes a teenager before the mom discovers them ever. Yes. For the first time? For the first time. That's the what, first time. That was the first thing I thought, too, when the mom was like, you've been training all this time? I was like, isn't she like 15 now? Yeah. I thought she started training when she was like nine. How yeah. the fuck did Has you... Has it been like seven years already? How did you even find out now? Where are you losing track of your daughter on this yeah. island where you do nothing besides keep track of your daughter? Did you not notice your daughter had muscles? <laughs> like nobody in that Amazon place is wearing like long sleeve button up shirts. No. They all have their arms exposed. How do you not see your like daughter's bustling biceps? It's a it's a weird detail just it's across the board, detail. really. Okay, so that's muscles. Yeah, so she has like bulging muscles. Anyway, so the mom discovers it. <laughs> uh, so the mom discovers that the daughter's been secretly <laughs> training, and so then in, instead of like talking to the daughter about this whole thing, she just tells the daughter to go back to the palace, talks to her sister, and goes like. Make her the strongest. And it's like, oh, okay. so this part of the movie sucked. Yeah, um, just waiting for her to be older, like just because it's like, oh, look, a child actress is like, why won't you train me, mommy? And he's like, I'm not gonna tell you why. Why won't you train me, mommy? I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, and it just loops a few times until she gets older and <laughs> older yeah. enough for the movie to happen. Pretty much. Uh, and then, so then, which the fr- then she never tells her. <laughs> she never does. She never. Her mom literally never raises that child properly. It's disgusting. No, she gets uh, raised by the, the 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 first lady from House of Cards. Not even then. No one teaches her shit. She just goes into this no. whole thing assuming like like she just has to stab a sword in somebody. Like no one tells her anything, which yeah. is like the, the like I feel like that's the crux. So what ultimately happens is Chris Pine in a fight, fighter plane of the time. Well, wait, basically. we need to talk about the fight scene. Uh, when she has to prove that she is a warrior now. And she's like all knowing and can see th- everything happening from every direction. She can see everything happening from every direction. Every fucking action scene is just a shittier low budget version of 300. Where, where it keeps going sl- yes. like, slow then fast then slow yes. then fast over and over again. It's like somebody was like, well, we can't commit to the 300 thing because that'd be dumb. But we can commit to half of it. They're so, like, we have restraint. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the restraint doesn't make it look even worse because you can... It's like, And because it does it in, like, the slow motion in such weird angles, you can obviously tell she's, like, on a rope. She's not just jumping. Or more so, you can often tell that she's, like, a weird jello person. Yeah. She's not... She's you a can, CG character. Yeah, if they do it in slow motion and CG at the same time, it's even more appallingly yeah. obvious. And it's so weird because there's a lot of CG in this movie and a lot of it looks like they didn't have time to finish it. Yeah. Although um, I'll, I will say I prefer this over the other thing they, that a lot of movies do lately where you do a really shitty action scene that's all really filmed, but you you try to cover up how shitty it looks by doing 17 cuts per second. Like yeah. every Liam Neeson movie now. I mean, like, it, I'm um, glad that it wasn't doing... Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't you, have doing... Have you seen that video where like Liam Neeson just jumps over a fence and that scene is like 25 cuts? It's yeah. Like, He's jumping over a fence. What the fuck? Like... Yeah. I mean, cut it out of your movie if you can't fucking make it look good, because holy shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I appreciate that it wasn't doing, like, ridiculous jump cuts everywhere. It wasn't, wasn't, you know, it wasn't doing that thing where it's like, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around, turn around. You know, like, yeah. every every movement she does is a cut. I could usually but, kind of at least tell what the action was I was supposed to understand I was yeah. seeing and during every fight scene. Uh, yeah, I can understand it. It just looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my only complaint, is that I was really upset that, like, the action scenes looked really shitty. Um... Uh, yeah, so carry on. Then uh, he, then our main, our main actor arrives. Well, so what happens? He, they're doing the training because th- th- they've been the whole first part of the movie is like setting up that she's going to become super powerful, and despite her mom kind of not being into that. So 
her big training thing is like now everyone's taking her on at once and she's still winning but like when she fights the super awesome like best warrior ever of their group then for some reason her gauntlets explode she like she does a block real quick and the block like it because of her emotions set but, yeah, the she gauntlets blo- off. she blocks the gauntlets which makes them explode in a giant shockwave that knocks everybody over which then nobody talks to her about nope which is weird and she's just like apologizes and leaves and then she just no she it's apologizes clear that she's just confused too yeah she apologizes and is told to like go away because she goes to she goes over to the uh, the lead warrior chick that she was trying to help yeah and they were like stop and she's like okay and then just turns around and runs and I was like no what? I think they were telling her to stop because she was bleeding because she was trying to get up. Oh. Like, she was trying to tell her to stop, but then she just left because she, like, felt bad or something. Oh, okay. That she just needed to conveniently wander off and be completely alone so she could be the only person who sees Chris Pine crashing through the, the their bubble. Yeah. They're the... in rapture. By the way, good job, Zeus, on not making it a force field, but just a fucking bubble. Yeah, it's... <laughs> like, what the so fuck? So, they're in an invisible force field. No, an invisible bubble. It's which a... seems to just emit mist or something on the outside to em- make people not fly- go into it. Yeah, it emits mist, but it also, like... It's also impervious it's a, to weather change, and I don't think we're ever we're never we're never told where it was. It's just in the ocean. Somewhere. It's just in the ocean somewhere. Somewhere, presumably between Germany and uh, England, considering that's an English spy coming from Germany. Yeah, all those oceans. Well, there's the English Channel, I guess. You ain't gonna put an island that big in the English Channel well, and no one knows it. Well, it's magic. <laughs> I know because he came from. He didn't come from Germany. Remember, his plane came from. Right. Um, uh, we, need a map. we needed a map to try to plot out the, the they, lines. They showed one. He had a map when he was looking. Did they to... show a map yeah. of where the island was, though? No, they showed no. a map of where he was, and he was trying to figure out like where he had come from and yeah. how he got there. So Chris Pine um, comes in, yes. but he's being ch- he's being chased by all the other people because he's a spy that by the stole, Germans. He's a spy that stole important documents about a chemical weapon because World War One's all about chemical weapons and nightmare stuff like that. The Germans are coming in. They're gonna fuck up all the Amazons because they see each other, and they're like, "I don't know who that is. Let's all shoot each other." Yeah, it so was really the two sides fight and until the Germans are dead. Yeah, uh, and so during the during the battle between people with bow and arrows and Germans with guns and mortars. Uh, by the way, is it was that ship okay? You notice that one of the ships that was coming into that bubble was kind of a, a cop capsizing. There was a giant metal boat that was kind of leaning a bit. It was also, no, it was leaning like. Did we see what happened to that? No, the boat never showed up. Everyone just came on rowboats, and then. Yeah, we saw. Well, what the fuck happened in the movie? We saw. Like, <laughs> yeah, because we saw a beach battle. Yeah, and then there's a dramatic moment where uh, House of Cards lady sacrifices herself to save Diana. Yes. And literally the last against the last soldier of the entire fight apparently. Also apparently can't rem- see behind you a son- all of a sudden. Yeah, she, even though she was like omnipotent in the last fight yeah. scene, but also apparently, I guess I guess House of Cards lady had zero special abilities towards bullets of any kind. Yeah, she can't deflect bullets. And they, I guess she lost her shield or something. Didn't she just have a sh- no? She didn't. No. Have, she just used her bow. She just they, used they her made bow. Her, they specifically made her use her bow so she'd be vulnerable to gunshots yes. in the next shot. Yeah. Because she had uh, a shield. Or no, so she... basically the last yeah. person of the entire fight shoots her. Yeah. Because Diana's not paying any attention. Uh, and then, yeah, like the fight scene just ends. Yeah, because... And, as if the Germans are gone. And one of the... One Even of the... though there was like a giant boat. Yeah, there's still like a giant boat. Which never shows up again. And I, I don't think it ever left. That's kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. We can't let Chris Pine go. He's going to tell everyone where our Amazon island is. What about the giant German boat that was just there? Okay, goodbye, Germans. Have fun. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I can almost imagine that that like, wasn't in the script. 
And then like the uh, the computer graphics artist like put that in, and then nobody caught that it didn't make sense. Yeah, because that's that's what happens constantly. Like, uh, it's one of the worst parts about modern filmmaking is that so much of the movie is filmed and scripted and so on, and then they pass it off to editors and the CG people and everything. And the CG people make the most baffling stuff sometimes. They just add like stuff. That, that's a good example of that. But then there's also like anytime you have. It's like that, like that one scene everyone forgets happened in, in uh, the Force Awakens, where Han Solo's ship has a weird, weird monster on it. Oh all yeah, fighting the weird monster, and everyone like deletes that scene from their brain because yeah. they forget it happened. Because like a lot of movies have like ultra dangerous monsters that are moving weirdly fast and flaily and shit, and no one's reacting to it properly about how just how dangerous it is and stuff like that. It it always looks like that scene, like from Clone Wars, where like I'm a. Uh, was it Padme's like running around on the track and just like every square inch around her is murder and she's somehow not getting hit because she was just some person running around on a in a green screen yeah. and they just added so much shit to the screen that everything around her is death and it's like so imperceptible. But she looks like she's just casually vaulting over stuff. Yeah. Like where she's just like, oh, it's just obstacles. Where it's like, no, this is literally like a death trap. Like a cartoon like, like, people death are trap. Just like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna earn my paycheck, add shit, add shit. Like it feels yeah. like that. That almost could be why what goes on there with a, just a boat just I don't know. showing and, up. And that's why I, I only remember because the boat, like I saw the boat when they were all coming in. Yeah, the rowboats look made sense. I was like, okay, yeah, the rowboats are coming in, but the fucking giant like boat. I was like, this boat looks like it's about to capsize. Yeah, the giant the giant boat was super distinct of a visual when it first showed up. Yeah, and then I just never because we're all the other shits happening. I forgot that like yeah, you, I think you never see it again. You don't, and you never see it like vanish or sail away. That's bizarre. It's weird. Kind of like a... Because it would be a big spectacle to have the boat go down. Yeah. So I don't think that happened or I would have probably remembered it. And they should really care about it leaving if they cared so much about Chris Pine uh, leaving. Yeah. Because they were going to kill him so that they, or imprison him forever or something because they didn't want him to leave and reveal the, the location of this island that's not yeah. very well hidden apparently. Well, it is. It, it's just not the airplanes. It's just misty. Oof. <laughs> So like, what happens like is they, they, they tie Chris, uh, Chris Pine up in the uh, Lasso of Truth. Yes. Which they called its actual name based on whatever Greek god it's related to yeah. or something like it's that. It's like Ma- uh, Mythia or something. Yeah. I think it had an H in it starting with it or something. But uh, Athena. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Hephertide. Hephertide. Was it Hephertide? No. No. Uh, they tie him up and, and make him reveal that he's a spy and so on and so forth. And that's where you get the flashback where he steals, like, the, the document from, like, the evil chemical lady. Miss Poison. Miss, yeah, Dr. Dr. Poison. Dr. Poison. Which, has, <laughs> which, by the way. Has a very strange mask. Wow, what a fucking child-like nickname this gives somebody. Like, uh, like that sounds like something a is kid. That, is that a comic book name? It would be for kids, Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, is that a real name? Doctor Poison. I don't think Doctor Poison is like a legitimate character because that's like DC exactly universe. the kind of dumb name I could see being in here. It just it seems really dumb amid like World War One, you yeah. know, like the, a great war where people like millions were dying. They were talking about. And it's like, but we got to stop Doctor Poison. What the fuck, Doctor? Who? <laughs> I need a name for a DC character, a villain character, and what she does is she's like she's like a doctor and she creates poison. What should we call her? And then just Stan Lee showed up that day to the fucking DC office. He's like, Dr. Poison, get out of here, Stan, with your shitty names. <laughs> Dr. Poison is the name of two fictional characters, supervillains, who appear in the DC Comics publications related me- me- uh, Oh, my God. 
Is it real? Both villains are members of the super villain team Villainy Incorporated and have appeared as a major reoccurring enemies for <laughs> Wonder Woman. Excuse me, what the fuck was that like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen name kind of bullshit? <laughs> That would have been an awesome costume. So the picture I'm getting uh, from the wiki is from Doctor Poison's debut in Sensation Comics number two. You mean a where, male? Yeah, it's, it's a. I think it's a guy. It's, it's a guy. A, it's hard to tell because they got a, they got like a poopy top half, but they also look fucking bizarre. They're in all green with like a weird like. They look like what looks like the the cap people wear under spacesuits. Yeah, where it's covering their whole head except for their face, and then they got a just a straight up like horizontal black mask they just, over their yeah, eyes. Yeah, they just have like the the Robin mask. Basically, some they, or the Robin Hood mask, they just like cut holes into a, a fabric and put it around their eyes like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like, yeah. for some fucking reason. But no, there's no mask or anything. Like, so they're both female, it looks like. Oh. Uh, there's Princess Maru from 1942. How weird is it to think that they're, that Wonder Woman literally dates back to World War II? It's scary to think that... Isn't that like, weird to think about? It's it's weirder to... Well, I and mean... And there's get, Marina Maru in 1999 in Wonder Woman 151. So, I guess it's a real character, yeah. which is unfortunate. Which they brought back 60 years later, and then now 17 years later. It's, Dear Lord, Wonder Woman is an old character. Yeah. But, uh, so, Dr. Poison was making, uh, mustard gas. But this one's made of hydrogen, so it melts masks. That's the whole... That's the whole gimmick. Is that like... Whatever. It's not completely insane. It's not insane. It's just I have boring. no idea how mustard gas works chemically. So I don't know if that's a reasonable like thing to say. That Changing... Just, that they just turn into hydrogen. I, but yeah. I know that like gas warfare was a huge thing in World War I. It's part of why... Yeah. Like, that's it's why, tr- that's why two, it's part of the Geneva the two, Conventions. The two horrible parts of World War I, more or less. or three, three, The three big things were basically trenches, machine guns, and, and chemical warfare. Machine guns, not flamethrowers? Well, it's chemical. (laughs) 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 Everything is chemical if you want to really say it is. Uh, Everything is chemicals. Bullets, chemicals. They are. It's chemical warfare. I just put put that chemical inside of you. What a shitty way to describe World War I. I significantly increased your iron content. (laughs) Just call it the Great Chemical War. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I just imagine like you'd get a graph of like the iron content spikes when the bullet goes in, then drops so then drops over time as all the blood comes out. Any case. Someone's uh, gonna need some frosted flakes. So yeah, so we're focusing <laughs> on trying to uh that's not iron. That's protein. No, but, there, there's uh, iron in cereal. That's not okay. Because you can use a magnet on cereal. Wait, what? Yeah. You mean like a legitimate magnet? Yeah. People eat that? Yeah. It's not okay. You're supposed to eat, like, literal iron. You, technically, you are, yeah. yeah but not to that degree, like, I not, mean, not, not magnet level. I know I can't go to the fucking, like, Lucky's and buy a steak and hold a magnet over and the steak attaches to the fucking <laughs> magnet. Like, that's not how iron works, dude. I don't remember if it was a magnet or not. There was something about, oh, it's been a long ass time. Okay, I saw ex- something about, like, how, I think it might be, like, how cereal floats around in milk and how it, like... Something about how it groups up or something is indicative of like the iron content in, in it or something like that. Like okay, because I'm like there's some sort of behavioral thing you can look up on the on YouTube. I'm that, saying like that, I'm not going to take where, a magnet, put it on my heart, and it stays there because there's yeah. so much iron going through it. Like, I think it might have been a veritasium video where I was like, how is this thing happening with cereal? And the answer was that there is iron in it or something. I don't. It's not that important. <laughs> We're really getting around here. We haven't left the Amazon island yet. We're 40 <laughs> the minutes. The taste in, I you think. can see. <laughs> 
In any case, uh, I don't know, a cereal reference. So <laughs> It's just random cereal reference? Yes. So, uh, yeah, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the taste you can see, son. What does it have to do with iron content? Cinnamon Toast Crunch is iron. How do you know? You didn't know that until a second ago that it's anything had iron in it. It's fucking 30% iron. I think, I, I think cereal's actually meant to be like an iron supplement for children. <laughs> I think that's actually part of the idea. Just give them some iron. They'll suck on anything. Because, like, Kellogg's was, like, this super religious dude that was trying to make, like, like nutritious things for, uh... Are you really about to do the fucking history of Kellogg's and the Oh, fucking... shit, that was... <laughs> I just remembered that Kellogg's was making cereal to occupy children so they wouldn't masturbate. What? Cereal <laughs> cereal's fucking weird. All right, so, there was the fight where the, bit- the boat disappeared. <laughs> the magical disappearing boat... Got distracted by Kellogg's, forgot to masturbate. Thank God out, no one masturbated. Out of existence. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so they the put boat... the lasso of truth on him. They interrogate him. It's like, I need to go get the yeah. chemical thing we over meet, the place. We meet Dr. Poison and who we assume is Ares. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't even know what his name was. Our Van, Von, Von Bunderten. Lundenberg or something. Like, it's one of those vaguely... S- some German name. Started with an L. Um, yeah. A lot so... of names to keep track of in some parts of this movie. Uh, I just remember him as being a violin guy from American Horror Story. I don't know. I recognized a lot of people in this movie from television shows. Oh, well, good Specifically thing. television, not for movies. Well, ever. good thing they couldn't get a television actor to be part of their Justice League movie. Oh. Oops. Oh. But, uh, so we meet those two bad guys, and, uh, we find out that our, our beautiful, hunky British spy has stolen the book and left, and that's why he arrived at the island. Um, so then, uh, crashed. so then we get the really cringy and unfun scene of, uh, him being in a hot spring ish type thing. Like he's in like some kind of water fountain. It looks like taking a bath. Apparently they have glowy water. Yeah. In it's land, some healing, will never come up again. healing water or whatever. Um, and so he's taking a, a bath or Did whatever. Did he need to heal? Yeah. Remember he, he got, seemed fine. He got hurt on his arm. He had a little thing on his arm, a little patch in this arm specifically. Oh Yeah. It looked like a burlap sack was super glued to his shoulder. It was. Because it, was, it wasn't coming out of the it, water or anything? Yeah, it was just a potato sack that was just glued on. That was but, weird. Um, yeah, so then they... Uh, so then Diana walks in uh, while they, he's completely they, naked. They, they try to. They spend about five minutes just desperately trying not to say the word penis. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was a very cringy scene <laughs> of like, she's looking at him and he goes like, well, I'm considered above average. And it's like, uh, fuck off. And then... Uh, and she looks down and says, what's that? And was, she's talking about the watch, but the suggestion is, of course, the th- one thing that everyone thinks is like right below camera frame because you're yeah. looking at the top, ha- the top half of Naked Chris Pine. Yeah. So you're thinking like... Hey, and his hands don't seem like they're covering anything in all of those shots. Like, yeah. His, in, in the, he, no, uh, he doesn't start covering until it pan- like till it's a full body. Uh, yeah. Before then, he's just standing there stark naked at Diana. Just Which like, is weird because he seems more abashed later about yeah. that idea. I don't know. Yeah, he seems very bashful about sleeping next to her with clothes on, but then seems very, very unbashful about standing naked in front of her. Yeah, like, she starts walking in as he starts getting out of the thing, and, like, he doesn't reflexively do the the first thing that comes to mind, which is to go back in. Yeah, he like, just literally just like, stands oh, I guess there. I'll just continue to climb back out of this. He's like, oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> and then proceeds to talk about his dick. Um, yeah, and so... And so, uh, after that awful scene, uh, we and get... people say that the 
moral code of America is degrading. But look at look at World War One, Chris Pine. Yeah, shit was pretty fucked back hey, then. Apparently, he's British. That's the moral degradation of British people, right yeah. there. British people suck, not Americans. No Americans were in that movie. <laughs> they had to sacrifice their teeth to get class. <laughs> Does he ever sound British in the entire movie? No. That's weird, right? He sounds American the entire time. He never even remotely comes across as... Maybe he's not British? Maybe he's just working with the British government? Pretty certain he's British. Is he supposed to be British? I think so. Because he doesn't even remotely seem There's like There's a picture of him British. on the wall. They wouldn't post a picture of him on the wall if he was not a British, like, agent. I don't, even think, I don't even think you can become a British spy if you're an American. Like, did, can you even do that? <laughs> he did. He does identify himself as a British spy, right? Yes. The he says he's a British scene. spy. Yeah, he never... He just sounds like Chris Pine. I don't think Americans can become MI6. Like, I, I don't think that's just how that works. That is weird how he just <laughs> sounds exactly like Chris Pine for the entire movie. I don't think he can do a British accent. Maybe. And they just had to sacrifice that's it. fine. It's probably better to not... Accents it. don't matter in this movie, apparently. So, <laughs> fucking doesn't matter. Um... So, yeah, so the whole naked scene, she goes and tells him, like, ah, you can't leave, my mom's a bitch. And he's like, well, let's just do it anyways. And but she's that, yeah, like, almost immediately, they're like, well, she said they're suffering, or he said they're suffering, so I'm going to go break him out and take him out of this place, even though you're, you're soon revealed that apparently if you leave, you can never come back? Yes. Which, I think, no, I think it's only Diana. Which yeah, is also a ruse because Diana can go back to the Amazonian place. It's, yeah, that that, se- that seems really bullshit because apparently people can just walk into this place, like. And why, apparently why, they can leave because the boat left, and it, so did. Yeah, if there's a way Chris. to keep people out of this place, why isn't it like on by default for everyone who's not Amazonian? Yeah. Why can everyone else wander in, but like all the Amazonians might have like a thing where if they leave, they they can't come back. That for sounds some like reason. that sounds like a really shitty religious thing. It's like being it's like, in an apartment that you own, but only you can lock get locked out, and everyone <laughs> else can go in your apartment whenever I, they feel like. I was thinking it's more like a it's more like a like a like a church where all the followers of the church can go in, like can come in, but they can't leave. But like some other person is just checking it out. Can just walk in and leave just casually. wander on in like yeah. it's no big deal just like oh is this a church and they're like i don't want to be here and just walk away and the other people are like no take me with you <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really weird that an entire army comes in and attacks them and yet afterwards you're told there's some kind of protective thing that'll keep someone out I'm yeah like, why uh so, <laughs> so you can just lose people yeah so basically so then oh, they should li- i actually lost it locked our dog out forever <laughs> so then diana uh takes a giant takes a giant run at a wall and jumps onto it and climbs up by literally punching her fist into the into wall. Into the wall all the way up. nobody hears. And it's a dick move to like your giant tower that's supposed to contain all of the god weapons. Yeah. Which I think they like and don't want to lose. But you're just punching holes in it. Also, remember. Also, she didn't seem to know she could do that. She didn't She's know She's confused by her own ability to do that. Which makes me wonder how much of a plan she had to get yeah. off that one ledge she caught. That apparently broke even though she's just a well, person. Well, she, she knew she had super jumps. Yeah. She just didn't know she had super strength. But her whole plan was just to catch that one tiny ledge that was attached to nothing and was going to go nowhere. She could have just... It was just in the middle of the wall. Done the quap. She th- th- she's going to, like, fly up from yeah, a quick jump. Up. But even that, like... How'd that break? It's just a piece... It's a piece of rock. Because she has super strength, so she crushed it. That's not how... What? Yeah. What, from squeezing it too hard? Yeah, she squeezed it I was going to say, like, her weight's not going to no. break it. Rocks are fucking hey, hard. you don't know. Wonder Woman <laughs> might weigh a couple, like, couple hundred pounds. Maybe she's a bulky woman. Does anyone ever pick her up in this movie? Yeah. Besides Hades. <laughs> no. Who the fuck else is going to pick her up? I mean, she's in a she's car an at Amazonian. Point, I think, and I don't think it leans. She was taller than almost everybody else. <laughs> no, I was just trying to think of like if her weight's ever confirmed, but I, don't oh, think, I think no. she's in a car at one point and doesn't lean or anything. 
I mean, she doesn't weigh like a she thousand doesn't, she pounds. She doesn't wreck it, Ralph it. Well, no. I mean, I didn't say she weighed like you she know. She broke a rock by hanging off it. It's a worthy question. I said she crushed it. Yeah. So, <laughs> goddamn. So she listen. She, the important thing is we need to get way too into every individual scene, and then also talk about other things for no reason. Damn it. Okay. Like 10 minutes. So she gets. She climbs a fucking tower. She goes up there. There's a bunch of god weapons. She starts taking them. She also somehow finds her uniform that someone just happened to leave in that building. Um. Because she gets her Wonder Woman getup from that building. Yeah. Which I guess is... Almost like off camera, she just has her Wonder Woman yeah, getup. And she also has a cloak that I don't know where she got the cloak from. She comes in back... She comes back into and the hot springs. She has all her chosen items, which are basically just the lasso... Lasso, the shield, shield, and, and the sword, sword. Which is apparently just a sword. Just a sword. And, uh... Which is a long con, by the way. Yeah, it's a long the con. The mom, like, set up a sword, like, holding station just to go, like, Diana, this is the god-killing weapon. You're not the god-killing weapon. Like, just like this like they just like, never told her Santa Claus wasn't real for like yeah, 20 years it's just forever and no, and no one no, and they should even put guards posted in front of that sword just so that way those like she would make the illusion real cause that sword is meaningless also who's gonna steal that sword because there's literally only Amazonian women on that island yep. also what the fuck <laughs> Where? so they're breaking out they're leaving yep. they're about to go on a boat yep. and Matt of course this is when her, her family and everyone all show up at once to be like, don't go. Uh, I know I can't. So they have to have a farewell scene, even though they're yeah. supposed to be sneaking out. So then that defeats the purpose of ever sneaking out in the first place. You fucked up that building for no reason. Uh, <laughs> but at least they didn't do the generic thing where she just tries to leave and her mom shows up. And she's like, take these with you. You'll so they, need them. They give her House of Cards tiara because she's yeah. dead. And uh, she gets to have apparently that's the big Wonder Woman tiara is just the one that their previous warrior had. Yes, I guess. and that's it's, not even like a family uh, thing. Well, I guess that is, it is, that, family. is family. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it's a symbol of the strongest warrior. And multiple weird things happen here. Once they say one, they say that if you leave, you can never come back, which is like okay, whatever. Well, how's the security system work? Because yes. Chris Pine's being here in the first place shows you that you don't have any fucking security. Yeah. Uh, they then get let her leave with the god killer, thinking it's the god killer, which just seems like if you want to keep your daughter safe, maybe don't lie to her about her own weapon being super powerful when it's just some sword. Yeah. And they also, she continues to refuse to tell her that she is straight up a god. So, yes. And, and she keeps saying stuff like throughout the whole movie, she's all like, the, the faster she gets stronger, the sooner he'll find her. And uh, if she knows who she is, then the sooner he'll find her. And I'm like, her goal is to find him. Yeah. His whole, whole goal is you should prepare her for that. It's not like she's going to have like a training montage between now and then that she's going to suddenly be more badass. It, You're just yeah. intentionally letting your daughter you supposedly care about go into the world with several facts withheld from her and other things straight up lied about to her. You also like went in with the intention, the original intention to just fuck over yourself and all of existence. It's like by she's just- getting punked by her mom. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. So they they get on the boat and they start sailing away to what I assume is London is where they're they going. They just arrive. They go um, to sleep and then they wake up in London. Yeah. So we have that awkward scene where she just lays down. She's like, "You're gonna like go to sleep," and he's like, "Yeah." And this yeah. is the exact moment I start liking this movie. This is the exact moment I started like really hating this movie. Because <laughs> um, the moment we got to the boat scene, I'm like, "I'll let Chris Pine and this main character like there's a funny scene happening." Chris Pine's like, great. That, and we're, and that we're, whole start, conversation. we're starting fish out of water, Wonder Woman, which is probably I think is like the strongest element of the movie. That's the part I hate the most. I know it is. Everything I, I knew it would is, be because it's not even. Smart smart fish out of water it's the dumb fish out it's of water. it's not great it's just the like do men sleep 
No, bitch. Nobody sleeps outside of your stupid island. Of course we do. What the fuck? It's not even fish out of water. That's just pure ignorance. Yeah, there's uh, like coming a from lot of a woman, it's not just cultural differences, but straight up like just alien understandings yeah. of humanity because she's not from any of it. But she knows that human males have sex with human women for pleasure and pre reproduction. But doesn't know that they sleep. But doesn't know they fucking sleep. Yeah, good fish out of water story writing, you piece of shit. Like... What kind it does of question feel like different scenes are written by different people that didn't talk to each other. God. So I, at times, I think my own, I think my own experience of this movie is colored by the fact that I hated the other DC movies so much. Like, I enjoyed the first two Batman movies, and then the Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns was like, or Dark Knight Rises, or fucking whatever it's shitty the best extra one. word they added to it was like. That movie was just so not great, but it was like, I wasn't mad at but that you get, point. You get the best character ever. But when I watched uh, Man of Steel and Suicide Squad, they were so bad. Because Man of Steel was like a bastardization of the character, but also was like just an all-around not good time in, yeah. in any real way. And also just not compelling as a drama or anything like that to justify not being a fun time. Yeah. But Suicide Squad was literally just utterly incompetent. Which yeah. we've gotten we've talked to yeah. at great lengths. So this movie is at times a good time and is not utterly incompetently made, which makes it the best DC movie in a decade. <laughs> I I kind of only like I only like fifty fifty oh. agree with you on that. Uh, I I still yeah uh, it hurts, and, but this is the best DC movie since Dark Knight uh, the Dark Knight the first one the second. Batman, but the first time. So, so in any case, the uh, the boat scene goes. She wakes up after twelve hours, assumingly. Uh, Maybe because I don't even know, like, they, or, or a week. I don't know. They said they were like time on passes. a boat, and they were like, "It's going to take us a couple, like, a, a while to get from where." They wake this, up in London. Yeah, they just wake up. She just wakes up in London, and he's already like, awake. Welcome to London. Like it's hideous. Like yeah, it's not for everyone because it's like a nightmare gray place <laughs> covered in smoke and it's, shit. It's funny cuz her island's beautiful and, yeah, it's, and, and industrialization real, and everything sucks. in real life literally never looks beautiful. Yeah, get it? Nothing in real life in this movie ever looks beautiful ever. Isn't it funny? I laughed oh, so hard. It's funny cuz it's human misery internally. Hooray, World War 1. So then we get the scene of her and him walking through London downtown. And uh, she's wearing, she's still wearing her, like, fur cloak, which apparently is not acceptable to wear. Because um, she has she has her Wonder Woman get up underneath it. Yeah. But it's not like she is, like, the cloak covers her. It's like a literal cloak. So no so one can... There was, there was a weird thing going on with the cloak where it kept going... In some scenes, it's closed and it's covering everything. Yeah. And in other scenes, it's open and you can tell that she's, like, wearing, like, a metal skirt and, like, nothing else. Yeah. And it keeps opening and closing without anyone touching it. Yeah. And like but it's clearly like fastened close and then not closed at all in like different shots, basically. Basically, yeah. And it's like, yeah, if, if she just closes it, there's no need for it to ever. There was no need for this entire weird, awkward, dumb scene Sna of her. Yeah, they where she she apparently tries on two hundred different costumes. Two hundred different clothes, yeah, because I'm sure Wonder Woman has a patience for that. Many of which she rips apparently. And I don't know who's paying for that. I guess him. Because, like, we didn't have, it's never established that they're rich or anything, and these seem like expensive clothes that she's just burning through. And all this build-up just for her to look like Chris Pine. It's all <laughs> she this, just dresses all, up like Chris Pine. Basically, all this build-up, so she wears, like, a business attire. 
That's yeah. just what they settle on. They just settle on her they wearing somehow didn't, They somehow didn't think of that sooner in the 200 costumes that she yeah. tried on. Like, maybe we should do something less womanly since apparently she's not yeah. into that. And again, because it's a fish out of water situation, they were like, look at all these different clothes they could wear. Like a dress. No one thinks like, to suggest how- maybe we'll just put her in like something that is like, Let's her move. Yeah. Because apparently that's what she wants because she keeps expressing that literally every yes. time. And the, and the first thing she does every time she puts clothes on is move her legs. So maybe not give her any kind of skirt-related yeah. item. But no, so they, at, they, at this yeah. point, I, I, what I was, what's confusing to me is I thought we were establishing the side character that's going to be like a sidekick throughout the movie. Yes. So I'm like, oh, okay, she's going to be like our comic relief character. And like, I... She was fine at times. Like I got a kick out of. Her. I don't. I'm not really. It's like, it's like how do you like? They're talking about the costumes. Like how do you? It's like how do you fight in this? Well, we use our wit, and I'm. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not against a little fisticuff when the time arises. And like there's a little like she's just like instead of balking constantly at Wonder Woman's weirdness, she keeps just like playing she, off of it. She, yeah, she just like bounces back off of everything, yeah. which was like oddly charming. Which was nice. I like. And then that. she's gone. Yeah. Then she's just gone. <laughs> She's gone like a scene later, like halfway through uh, the movie, she'll answer a phone call once. I'm like, wait, you weren't setting up a character we're going to see for the rest of the movie? Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? They like specifically established it too. Like this is his secretary. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess we're going to have to deal with her a lot because she has to be there and be a secretary. Which is, but then like this, he immediately. This is part of a symptom of like what the entire first half of the movie is, which is the first half of the movie is a combination of Wonder, Wonder Woman or, uh, origin story, which drags the movie out for way too long, but also a very prolonged sequence of assembling the team where we keep giving new characters that seem like they're going to be part of the team but then they're not yeah and then eventually when we finally do meet the team they're just all in one room together and like this is our team now like <laughs> i already knew about them all yeah we'll we'll give them all one line description and then move on for the rest of the movie as they, with them being the team most of which will never do anything in the movie Mm-mm. yeah literally like the nothing. team feels like the suicide squad partly because there's a moment where and i don't mean like the does con- it i almost felt like it was I don't, mean one. The, I don't mean the concept of suicide squad i mean specifically suicide squad the movie where half the characters are like we're in the squad and then the movie ends you're like what that guy do in the movie uh yeah because <laughs> like there's a guy uh, who's the sniper yeah and what does he do he almost he scopes, scopes but then doesn't he scopes does he ever pull the trigger a single time in the entire movie he shoots nobody and he never scouts really so he just yeah, like, he does He's always scouting. He's always looking through the fucking... Uh, through There's, like, the... one major part where he's like, I see the guards out front. Which is like, yeah, the castle has guards. Congratulations. Well, no, he do- first he does, like, he's looking at the sniper, but he won't pull the trigger. Then the next time you see him, he's looking at uh, he's looking at the guards. Then he starts following the other guy, the main bad guy. Yeah. And then we see him again um, doing... Uh, when they're running to the place, he, like, has the scope out looking around at people. So I, he just, I he just scopes. thinking that mostly... All those characters didn't need to exist, besides uh, just to pad the movie out more. Just the Indian guy, not even him. He like, what does he do eventually? He gets a car once. Well, he they can just find a car. Well, he made sense in terms of like how they were getting to the destination, but he should have been left behind after the first like big action scene. And he was also in addition to a team that had like two or three other people on it that also don't really contribute to the story. Yeah, none of them contributed. They're to the just story. there. I mean, like I said, the the Indian guy made sense just because he's like, I'm going to smuggle you into the town you want to get to. Okay, I believe that. Yeah. Like, I believe that's a thing. But, like, once they get... And he get, might as well have disappeared at that point. Yeah, he yeah. might have disappeared when we, she ran off into the field, into no man's land. Mm-hmm. He should have just faded out. And it would have been a-okay. No one would have batted an eye. It would have been weird. But, uh, anyways, so we do the whole scene uh, with her getting close. She finally gets business attire. They start walking to deliver this book that he has that has the plans for... Uh, mustard gas. The gas. And uh, and they get jumped by Germans. And um, and so Wonder Woman just starts reflecting bullets off of her wrists. 
Yeah. Uh, like and like a super being because you can just see in every direction again all of a sudden. You can perfectly calculate the trajectory of every single projectile around her. Yes. Except except when it comes to her on dying. Yeah. And Whoops. uh so yeah, and so then they def- she defeats all of them, tries to lasso the truth of one of them and he just takes a cyanide pill, but doesn't do it to the guy that's sitting literally behind them that uh that Chris knocked out. Yeah. Uh, which it didn't take a suicide we pill. We see one person take a suicide pill, but several other characters aren't knocked out, are, are not have not taken suicide pills, and he she makes no real effort to interrogate any of them. Yes, including yeah, because he clearly that one guy gets knocked out by because he keeps shooting and she keeps deflecting the shots. Then Chris Pine just knocks him the fuck out, and then we never see him again. Yep. Even they, though well, they just leave, they just they, leave they, that alley. They only try to interrogate the one person who died of a suicide pill and no one else. Yeah, it's also weird that they just left those bodies there. So this is a reoccurring thing in fight scenes and a lot of scenes in general is that details just get forgotten about a moment later. Yeah. And it never comes up again. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It um, is weird. So then they go to the, I'm assuming, like, the the room for generals and whatever. And they're all, dis- like, the, a war room. And they're all discussing about, like, this peace treaty they're going to make with the Germans. And, uh, and so Chris goes in and he's like, stay the fuck here, you stupid dog. I'll be right back. And he leaves. I wonder, by the way, do you think World War One era that people were anywhere nearly as anti-woman as this movie portrays? Because it starts to get weird at some point. It got really weird. Uh, it's one I, thing to be like, women don't work jobs and women don't vote. But literally, like, how dare you bring a woman into the room? I'm like, what? Yeah. That's like, I, I, I wasn't fucking there. I don't know. It's 100 years ago, practically. But I think it was more... It seems not entirely realistic to it, be that well, it, it seems, freaked out. It seems less so because, like... Chris has a female secretary. It's straight up... What if it... It's just a thing where it feels like I'm watching Django Unchained and, like, the way people react to, like, when a black person walks into the wrong setting and that specific... (laughs) Why is the black people here? Literally a movie about slavery. Yeah. But, like... Like, women literally, like, like freaking out that they're even in the room. And then not only just once, but, like, I think, like, four times in one scene, everyone's like, oh, my God, there's a woman. I'm so distracted. I can't even Yeah, like, a whole room of men were just, like... We cannot they speak all start right fucking now. inflating like strawberries, and I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, they were, yeah, they were just kind of like all enamored yes, by this women. Woman. They're out the window over there too. They're no, everywhere. They're nowhere. There's no women. Nothing. Nothing. Britain. Like I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I, I wasn't there at the time. I don't fucking know. But I just feel like if people were that aggressively anti-woman all the time, it would make it a lot harder to. Because like I, I feel I, like a, a certain part of like the repression that happened over over time would have come from level, some level of acceptance, yeah, and would have likely come from like it kind of feeling like a decent gig. The whole like different, uh, the different like hierarchy that they have, like thinking that just it, for, you'd have you would need the women to just sort of accept their place in that kind of society, yeah. So, so if you were actively aggressively being shitty towards them constantly. It seems like that would kind of hinder that whole process. Of yeah, it. I don't, I don't know. I think it was just because it's a war meeting, like a war room. I think that was the whole gimmick. Is that like yeah. women shouldn't be in a place where men are discussing war? I think that was the whole crux of it. As if to, it's still sending the same message, which is like, there are those damn women. They can't vote. They shouldn't be here during a war thing. But which get, kind of gets to the same issue as as a. Uh... The island at the beginning, which is that the settings that you encounter are exclu- pretty much exclusively the war settings. Yeah. So also like also like London doesn't feel like a real place either. Yeah, London it just doesn't feels like a place where everyone talks about war and then that's happening somewhere else and then yeah. you go, then you get there. 
via Which, the jump cut. I mean, it's, that's how London really is. Yeah, it's just a jump cut away from war. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's all of your. That's all don't Britain's know, history. Don't know what I just said. Um, <laughs> but so, so then they she comes in, distracts them. They he eventually hands Chris eventually hands the book off to this uh, this really finely mustachio man with a cane. They made this and, big point to bring the po- the poison recipe here so that no one could do anything about it. Yes. Basically. Uh, yeah. So basically the guy with the mustache goes like, oh, that's really great. I'm glad you brought this document. And then is like, but you can't do anything with it. And he's like, okay, well, I'm glad. I Thanks. And so fine. we're going to go make a Rogue One team to go take it out now. Yeah. And so then the, so they go, uh, so they leave, they go to the, uh, to the bar and, uh, and he's like, I'm going to introduce you to some people. And this uh, is the team. Yeah, this is the team. So one of them he's is the shooty shooty pew pew guy. He's smuggle man and he's sniper man. That's it. Well, one guy's no one, <laughs> one guy's not a smuggle guy. Remember, they, the only people in that room were uh, right. The smuggling guys later. Yeah, he doesn't get introduced. He just shows up. Yeah, he just shows up. <laughs> or no, they show up to him. Yeah. Um. But there's a. Uh, it's just the smooth talker. So basically, the con artist and the sniper. Yeah. Um, and so the con artists, they have this stupid fucking dumb little back and forth of like, what languages can you speak? And she's like, would you speak Greek? And he's like, nobody speaks Greek. Fuck Greek. And then it's they're like, just sort of testing each other. And almost immediately, it's like, he like, she immediately outclasses him at that. And you can't help but wonder like, so what's he going to accomplish? Like, what, what is, yeah, he, what is what, this accomplished? What, what can he do? Huh? Yeah. What, what can he do that she can't do? I wonder. Which apparently is act like uh, an Arabic guy in a car. Yeah, the main thing is that it's he like literally is pre- only he pretends thing. to be a driver once. That's like, oh my god, I lost the papers. What am I gonna do? That's his only thing. That's the only thing he does in the whole the only movie. Only thing he does in the whole movie. Everyone does like one thing in the movie at well, best. Well, he helps out with shooting. Yeah, but which every scene they're shooting is baffling because I'm like, Wonder Woman's wiping out the entire army single handedly, and sometimes Chris Pine's like, I got that guy. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, the guy he got's half, not even on camera half the time. Yeah. Just, there's, like, a suggestion. Did like, you, Chris Pine manages to shoot like this. Like, I'm, I'm running this way. And I'm like, pew, I got that guy. Yeah, I was going to mention Everyone that. else just sucks. Did you <laughs> see Did you see how fucking, like, botched his, uh, uh, like, jumping all the way back to the island scene when he was going to save? On the, on the beach where he just shoots people yeah, at a weird he, random angles he, like, without sh- looking. He was running at the guy who shot, uh, who tried shooting Diana. Yeah. And then he just does this, like, quick. He's, hold, he's holding a fucking bolt-action rifle, by the way. It's not like a fucking pistol. He has no. a bolt action rifle and just goes like no scope, shoots a guy, and then fucking <laughs> without looking, without looking, shoots a guy. And it's the weirdest angle too because he goes like this and it still shoots a guy that's like standing straight and a far away from him. So he like cocks it a little up, shoots it, and this, the guy game, just, this movie seems to want to conti- communicate the idea that Germans are really bad at war in World War One. Germans are just they storm really troopers. suck in this movie. That's all they are. They're just stormtroopers. Like, Aside from the beginning of the movie where House of Cards dies, when does anyone else get killed by a German soldier? Never. Yeah, never. Really. Never. Like, eventually that entire town oh, no, gets I'm, wiped out yeah, by I'm a sorry, bomb. I'm sorry, the entire town, which, like gas. Like, that's gas but, warfare. It's like, but like... But bullet-wise, no. Nobody all else. The, all the way no, the I'm point, sorry, one person did. A civilian did. Yeah, one guy got sniped. Yeah, one guy got sniped. When they had to establish a sniper, some faceless character we haven't seen before gets sniped. Which also wasn't even a soldier. No. So the Germans are so bad in this movie, they have to shoot a civilian to get a kill? <laughs> to the point where Diana is single-handedly storming no man's land at one point. And, like, she has this tiny shield. Yeah. Which apparently is impervious to bullets. And she, I assume it's needed to block the bullets on some level because she's using it. Uh, so she's holding it in front of her at, 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 at normal height like Captain America does. 
But unlike what's usually happening with Captain America, where like he'll like walk into a room and block a couple of bullets and then shit goes down usually. Yeah. Like it's stray. It feels like stray bullets usually. She has like machine gun fire focused on her from like three. Five, yeah. Three different several machine different guns. machine guns. Just a triangle of sparks coming straight at her on the screen, and only her. Only and her. Only her shield. They, all these Germans have perfect aim at exactly the one place. Well, no, they were shooting the ground to too. And then she yeah. started ducking. Like, so then she just ducks, and now like, they, they can't never do... get her legs though when they're fully well, no, exposed. She do, they do hit her legs, but her legs have armor on them that are bulletproof, so it just bounces off. So she doesn't need shields. Well, she does because she has like exposed thighs, exposed. Sounds arms. like she should wear more armor. Yeah, do you think? <laughs> but I like, mean, there, I'm sure there's some people who complain about that. It's too skimpy, but like, I mean, how how much how expensive is that fucking bulletproof armor? Because they don't even know about we, bullets. Really, when she charges forward. Only her squad of people comes with her. Yeah, only the four. And they're guys. like, we're gonna take him out, and they take out the they, Germans. They take out like, like four, four people, people, but then the rest of everybody else comes running yeah. too. But like none of those people get shot. No one thinks. No. Like, Look at well, those because, guys because she like does a jump. She like does a Superman jump. There's like an entire then, battlefront. It's called yeah. a front for a reason. Yeah, it's trenches. It's whole trenches. Literally, no one cares to shoot anyone besides her. Yes, I guess. And no one, no one what? came from. No one tried to flank her either. No, nope. like she was, she was suppressed by five, literally under machine gun suppressive fire, and no one got up and tried to like casually get It'd be around. Kind her. of hard to flank her because they're in trenches, and no one wants to. No one wants to go into no man's land. But, but uh, it but was the, bizarre watching everyone fail to kill her. Yeah. And, but also focus fire on her when clearly other people are around that have guns and except stuff. Except for except for what's his face? Her four other friends. Just ran casually out there, and nobody yeah. else shot them. Which is why it's weird that when they're like, it's they essentially may have looked directly at the camera and shouted like, "She's got aggro." <laughs> it's like DPS go in because like it feels like shitty video game AI as opposed yeah. to what people are doing. The way that they just literally don't notice anyone happening coming at them across an open field besides the one person that doesn't have a gun. Yeah. I guess she's wearing some shiny shit, but come on, like it is a shiny shield. She's not even but, attacking uh, you yet, and the other people are shooting at you. Yeah. So then from there, it gets to the. Uh, she basically storms that area, beats the shit out of every German in the area, goes to like charges at a fucking machine gun vehicle, like an armored machine gun car, charges at it like a fucking bullet, and just breaks it, just throws the damn thing to the yeah. side. Um, which which is how we get start getting into the trouble. With this whole movie's CGI, not even the CGI, but just like its action scenes are completely devoid of tension. Yes, because Wonder Woman can just take out an entire armada town. Yeah, like everything that happens, she can just pick up a like you will see her pick up a whole fucking tank at one point and be like, "Should I should I crush this person with it or not? I don't know. Let's contemplate it and just hold on to it for five minutes because yeah. it apparently takes no effort." And, like, she gets pummeled through things and blown up and all these different things happen, and it never seems to even slightly hurt her. It doesn't even, like, cut her. She never gets, like... I feel like the movie ends and she still doesn't have a single even slight mark on her. Nope, she had no bruises, no scratches, no nothing. Even when she's fighting, like, Hell Demon, basically, like... Even when she's fighting another god, she is perfectly good. It's it's so boring. Yes. How there's no stake at all. very boring. Like... There's nothing at stake in yeah. all of her fight scenes. And so even like even the very like they, they they you brought the fucking sniper with you 
And so there's another sniper, and you expect him to be to do because he's been being an asshole this entire time, this entire movie. Yeah, it's like yeah, we're gonna make up for it because he's such a good sniper. Yeah, he's and, such and a he good sniper. He never fucking snipes. He can't even counter snipe. He yeah. like freaks out, doesn't want to pull the trigger. It's like, it's like Suicide and, Squad where they're like, well, well, this uh, Captain Boomerang is an asshole, but like he's really good with the boomerang, I guess. So like so we're gonna have it's all it's all waiting for the big boomerang scenes to happen, and like no boomerang scenes happen. Yeah. And so you just forget he has boomerangs. And and then they end up doing this stupid callback bullshit to like Shield, where they all like take one of the armored uh, armored vehicles doors, and she Wonder Woman jumps off of it, and then literally just plows through the top of a building, like she just bullets through brick he, and like stone. She apparently had so much thrust that she could destroy an entire clock tower. But church. or bell tower, it was a bell tower bell specifically. Tower, a bell tower in a church. Yeah, she had that much power she could go through a stone tower, but a la- but still didn't crush Chris Pine and everyone else under that thing. Yeah, like she springboarded off of them so hard to destroy a building, but they're all fine. Yeah, they basically just kind of like brushed it off, like it wasn't, it didn't weigh anything. And like at the end of the movie, we see her do a super, we we do her see her do a super jump out of a building where she seems to launch like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet out in some direction, like actually she's flying. Why does she need a springboard? Because like, she didn't Chris, know that was before Chris, she unlocked her god powers. It's just weird because Chris Pine. Now that she's unlocked, she can. Well, just well, do she's she's she, she's unleashed. It just feels weird because the Chris Pine, first of all, only knows this move because uh, House of Cards him. did it in that one fight. Yeah. But House of Cards doesn't have superpowers. No. So, like, she needed a springboard. We see Wonder Woman do super jumps in that scene. She's been doing super jumps before that scene. Like, you have no reason to think that she needs a shield other she, than because it's, like, a callback. Yeah, it's just a callback. Because, like, this game, this movie has a lot of little moments where they set something up once, then bring it back, even if they don't need to. Like, yeah. Like... There's a clock in this movie that exists. The watch exists for no reason other than to be like, "Oh, I'm dying now." Yeah, just a hand to it reveal off, later, yeah. like that Chris Pine's killing himself. Like, yeah. like there's a lot of things like that where, like, we set it up once and it comes it's up later. But why include so it? Dumb. But uh, so then after they destroy, they after basically after they save the town from German invasion, they uh, they all kind of like wind down. She like she gets a she gets handed a beer and just doesn't drink it, which is super fucking rude and disrespectful. <laughs> um. She got to watch her figure, I guess. They don't have but, beer in Amazonia. Yeah, they do. Mistalia, they, they especially do. But uh, yeah, she just like gets handed a beer and just goes like, "Cool," and just puts it down. Just immediately, just drops it on the. I think fucking- I saw a comic where Wonder Woman was like in Vietnam or something and found like an entire village of tortured women, and she was like making a resistance army out of them. And I'm pretty sure they were all drinking. Yeah, they were. Wonder Woman drinks. It's not like a. Yeah. It, you know what it probably was? It's probably because. The actress doesn't drink. So, pretend or make fake beer. That's where you don't hire people with weird religious values. Yeah, that's, that reminds me of like how Jim Carrey has to be like a gimmick character when he's in a kick-ass movie because he's he won't he refuses to shoot guns. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. He'll never shoot a gun in a movie, with, so yeah. he has to be really specific roles. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's fine if you want to do that, but like, don't, uh, don't apply for a role if you're not going to be able to do the role properly. Like if if the, like she had to have had a script and the script said like at one point one woman gets handed a beer and she, what she just like said oh why well, I'm not gonna drink beer it's like yo then don't fucking apply like get out of here then or just don't show that part I guess or, yeah or just don't matter. show yeah I don't even know why the drinks I, I honestly be given. don't remember the scene because here's the thing even even Chris only takes like a couple sips and then he sets it down immediately and they just go dancing yeah so there's no point for the beer it's just there to be because like ah we Germans have beer and we took <laughs> their beer like. 
There's no fucking point. And so they start doing all these dancing things and it's trying to get super sensual and sexual so that you can get ready for the sex scene that's going to happen. They don't show, but it's going to happen. Um, so then, yeah, they, they do this whole setup about the fucking sniper guy who is useless and can sing, whatever. And then, uh, then Wonder Woman and Chris go and have sex, I guess. I'm assuming. I don't, I don't even know because they didn't even. They didn't, even, they didn't even insinuate anything? No one talked about it? I don't know was, if I remember any indication of that happening. They, I don't really remember. They, they made out. Um, In a bedroom. I think I just mostly just forgot that scene. They like they made out. They, he specifically closed the door, locked it. Then they made out and then cuts to the next morning. And I was like, so we just kissed a lot and then passed out and then woke up six hours later? No, we fucked. Like... That's a weird. That's a, why would you even include that scene? I why is it? I must just remember the scene where she's like, "Is this what people do when they're not at war?" And and it's revealed that Chris basically has no idea what normal life actually really works like. Yeah, because he's just been at war. Yeah, he's just been at war his entire life. He's presumably as a soldier at that age, he's probably not experienced normal adult life. Well, no, he was he's in, been he, at war for years. Uh, if if he was if he was under the age of like thirty. Then he was basically drafted at eight at, at at eighteen or seventeen at seventeen he was drafted to the or to the war because uh, during during the Great War uh, seventeen and over were immediately drafted and then there therefore while the war continued on everyone who was hooray for mandatory soldiering in a war that no one really can even fully understand why it's happening this is why you don't uh-huh. start world wars. Because uh, ah. run out of people eventually. It's, but, uh, it is so hard to comprehend. War? The entire well, specifically war, war never changes. Let me make World War One more than any other one. It's so hard to understand. Well, it's just a fucking how it fucking happened. A guy got shot in the ass. It's so hard to process. It's all happened. Not even get shot. Like he, uh, he, he failed to get assassinated. And then the uh, the guy tried again later and got him. No, in the same day. No, he drove down the street where the guy was buying a deli sandwich, and the guy went my chance again and shot him and killed him that time. And that guy ended up kind of killing millions of people. No, that guy single handedly started a world war. Who boy. Is that one of the worst people ever? I guess no. Like not like. There are people who have had worse intentions, but he, he, in actual act, like he's like like top ten as far as like negative impact on world from actions. No, he is like he's the least bad person. The real bad people are the Austrians that got attacked. They're the We're bad guys. So far off topic. They're the bad guys because they took so Ugh. fucking long to fight that to start a war that now it became a world war and it wasn't supposed to be. It would have just been a simple war between them and the stupid Ottomans. And they would have just they would have just fought each other out and nobody would have cared. It would have been So when I had to recap this. Yeah. So when when Joe was here earlier and he was going to be in the spoiler cast, but he was running out of time and Andrew took a while to set up and then he was like, I gotta go and just left. Uh Why did you just blame me? Yeah, it's kinda of your fault. Thanks. <laughs> he was gonna be here for half an hour. You spoiled it. Spoiler spoiled cast. Uh he said he gave this movie three uh, three dead Ottomans out of ten, and I was really confused because I had to process for a while that he was talking about the Ottoman Empire and not like an Ottoman, like what I think what you're sitting <laughs> like on. Like what right? I'm sitting yeah. on, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, why are we measuring this movie out of furniture? 
And why is it three like... Three reclining chairs out of five. And why is it this furniture given like humanity like it was like... A, Alive or dead. Like a character from Beauty and the Beast, but also is now dead. <laughs> but... Uh, where, do, where do Beauty and the Beast characters go after they die? <laughs> they become human again. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly over where the candelabra used to be, there's just a human corpse. You just discover it one day. <laughs> Who wrote Beauty and the Beast? Can I ask them that? Uh, well, no. Are they still? They're are they very dead? dead. Damn it! Beauty and the Beast is one of those old things that got adapted by shit. That got adapted by. Disney. I can't even ask Walt Disney because he's also dead. No, like the original but author's also, dead, but also and Disney, Walt's dead. But yeah, but also yeah, it's Disney adapted. All they used to do whenever the, all of their two D stuff and in, in yeah, it's just taken from old was works. all adaptations. Yeah. yeah. Any case, so uh, they wake up the next morning after nice, sexy, fun times, and they decide that they're gonna go. Uh, straight to the guy that we assume is Ares, the god of war, and we're gonna go straight and beeline to him, but Chris says, no, 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 you can't just assassinate a big old fancy man like that, and Diana goes, why not? I can do whatever I want, and she's right, because she's technically not a citizen anywhere, so she can't really be held accountable. Yep. But, um... But she sure lets herself get restrained and stopped a lot when she could just go do it. Just jump. Yeah. Oh no, he's gone now. I guess. What? Yeah. It's like, why did you stop me? I'm like, why did you give up immediately? Yeah. Actually, you could have just picked. You could have picked. Like Chris you pushed up. him away, but then I guess you lost him or something. Even though you're like you're Wonder Woman. Yeah. And he's a person that's just walking around in a crowd that doesn't even know he's trying to get away from you yet. Yeah. So sure. In any case, uh, so they they st- they make a trip to uh where this big bad guy is ha- is staying at, and uh they get a car. They do the stupid scene where fucking con artist pretends to be Indian or Arabic. Can't doesn't know where his papers are, and Chris pretends to be German with a really shitty German a, accent. I think he's trying to be a Sikh. Yeah. Yes, he is trying to be a Sikh. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, he supposedly lost the papers for the invite, which the re- a lot of the context for this invite is kind of lost over time. Like, there's weird setup and payoff stuff that doesn't quite go out. Yes. Where like when they're going in, they're setting up tons of chairs on a balcony facing out. Yeah. And like presumably to I mean, watch. for me i'm like oh they're gonna watch the chemical test yeah but you never see like an audience there ever well, you never see anybody fill those chairs no yeah like there's a weird like oh that's gonna be that's gonna come up later and it I, just doesn't i I'm think like, it's i think it was more about the horror of it all like showing like these people find it entertaining to watch mil- like hundreds of people die by gas yeah i think that's the point they're just saying like germans are bad people stop yeah, it seems like they really want to paint them as being like literally evil because they have like super villain chemical make monster yeah. makers and they're literally in the process of signing the armistice to end the war. But, but, but it won't happen anymore because Ares killed those guys. But but I guess they're all high command people that no one that they don't report to because no one was like, oh my god, they're all dead. Yeah, there is a weird scene where <laughs> Ares, the the supposed Ares character, and Do- and Thomas and Doctor Who and Doctor Poison throw a poison thing into a room full of high level officials and kill them all, and that never comes up again yeah no one says anything i guess the implication is supposed to be that he's taking control of the whole thing so that he can then go and fly off the the murder plane into a place yeah but at the same time supposed to be in control like, of that place i guess like london never got a call about like hey by the way uh this guy's taking over the uh, peace treaty now because uh, all the other guys are just dead like you have to let somebody know that Which we should point out like the real Ares is somebody who literally is in the office with the person... He's the one starting the peace treaty. Yeah, and he's the person that's that's there with the secretary character that's supposed to be controlling this mission. Yeah. The the comic relief character they established at the beginning of the movie that they mostly forget about. Yep. 
And despite the fact that Wonder Woman's working seemingly against his interests, he never interferes with this plan in any way. Well, because he wanted to, he said he wanted to make her come to hate humans by letting her experience it. Because he even said, he was like, I was going to stop you when I first met you, but then I felt so like... This whole you... movie was like a weird attempt to like come to the dark side. Yeah, it was like, like some weird... Just want, she just wants her to be corrupted by World War One, I, I guess. Yeah. As if like somehow Wonder Woman's like two-week adventure into World War One was going to really fucking skew her mind. Not even in two yeah. weeks, like, what, like so, fucking less than a week of her existence. So Ares is an idiot. Yeah. Because the problem here is that she starts being all like all is lost and humanity is just doomed and evil. Uh, she starts breaking when she kills the person she thinks is Ares and then nothing changes. Yeah. That's the disillusion moment. And instead of having her change the dark side, Ares immediately reveals himself as being a real person. Yes. Like, in that scene. Yeah. Like the moment like nothing changed what happened and then it's like and then yeah then, ah, this is all my plan to make you not believe in humans and i'm like well you just revealed yourself which means that she was right that you're controlling them this whole time which means she just has to kill you which means that she has a focus thing to focus on which completely undoes everything you were just talking yeah. about what the fuck are you up to also i just want to point out i don't i don't know why the fuck they decided it but they kept that fucking stupid mustache <laughs> on him when he was when he gets like struck down by Zeus when Hades gets struck by Zeus in the past and falls to the ground and like becomes like stuck as a man did they just copy Diablo basically the whole like Tyrio falling down from the heavens and turning into a mortal kind of thing where he like it, it I feel, and he, he I feel like Diablo probably is copying actual mythology <laughs> either, well you know what I mean though the movie took that I feel that, like Diablo's not coming up with this shit <laughs> whatever either way so, somebody created they just took that logic of like him falling from the heavens and becoming a person yeah there is a flashback of him has, being banished and he shows up with no armor on the ground like, no, like with in a, a crater with a caterpillar and mustache and, he, and he, he looks he, he looks already, so fucking dumb he already has this British mustache and he seems to have his head plastered on like a muscle body that's yeah. not his I don't Thing. Yeah, he doesn't even have his original body anymore. He has some like super huge buff, like Captain America body. Isn't, isn't Hades played by the same guy that plays Lupin in the Harry Potter movies? Yes, like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's relatively the same recognizable actor. He's also in, he's also known he's he's known as being a professor in in Harry Potter, and he was like um, primary character in one of like the Star Trek movies, I think, and stuff like that. Like he gets around Maybe. a little bit, yeah. And none of them are as being like a muscle band warrior character. He's never had muscles in his life, so it's definitely a, per- a little peculiar that he looks like this it's, weird, it's, silly British man that goes yeah. into super armor. It's a weird CGI like muscle suit that they put on. You him. almost like want to find out that it's like a disguise, but no, he just looks like that. He just even, looks like even that in his armor. Yeah, it's really it's, strange. It's really strange. I, I that was like that was the part I almost busted out laughing from. <laughs> In the theater, because I was, I like, as soon as, like, okay, cool, they're showing him fall down, and then I see, like, out of the corner, out of corner of his little armor, caterpillar mustache. I was like, fuck off. You cannot tell me that Ares, the god of war, had this fucking killer caterpillar mustache growing under his helmet for, like, 400 years. Like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Like, I, like, he's a, he's a great god. They wouldn't have stupid caterpillar mustaches. They would have, like, beards and, like... Like, I like, like the idea, I like the idea of him turning out to be Ares. Yeah. But him also but, looking like that when he's Ares. Yeah. Like, a little... Like, you really expect it to be a disguise. Yeah. 
I, I thought it was a disguise. Yeah, like, oh, that guy's Ares. Now yeah. he's going to turn into, like, I don't know, Khal Drogo. Yeah, I thought, I was like, <laughs> I was waiting for him to do the reveal. Like, when she stabbed him with the sword, well, he, he just burned it. Well, he kept him into Khal Drogo because he's Aquaman. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was expecting when she stabbed him with the sword, and, and, like, to stab him and he just burns it up. I was expecting him to just, like, grab like grab her thing and just start, like, shifting into this big muscle-bound, like, guy. <laughs> no, he, he stays looping the entire movie. He stays fucking skinny little guy, and he's just like, no, this is my caterpillar mustache forever. And it's like, why? And the moment... So, despite my issues I've been saying, this is one of those movies, like, uh, like I said with the previous experience, example of Prometheus, where... In the moment, I'm mostly enjoying a lot of it while it's going. But the yeah. moment I finish watching it, there's so many questions raised, which it's like that boat and stuff like that. Where I'm like, oh, shit, what, what, was, the, what was going on with yeah. that? Like, I was mostly enjoying this movie uh, pretty much the moment she became an adult all the way up until right this moment. The moment she kills the, the, think, the person they think is Hades is the moment the movie completely goes to shit. Yeah. And it's still got like it's got to be twenty minutes left. It, it still has like another twenty. This minutes is the left. moment where it feels like the movie is taking it forever, takes forever, and so little story happens. Nothing happens. Except Here's for what Chris happens dying. from here on out, which is that yeah, like Chris is gonna go sacrifice himself to get rid of the gas, and she's gonna beat Hades, and then it's over. That's it. But it takes so long I don't, and we have this really drawn out awkward fight scene where they're just hitting each other across an open area over and over and again and neither of them are taking damage yeah no one takes damage because they're all gods until the moment where she does the actual like i'm awakened and i'm super god and i kill you because that was another scene i almost burst out that was hard from. to look at that looked fucking what happens is they're just fighting forever and chris pine sacrifices himself to destroy the the the, the, ga- the gas by hijacking yeah. the plane and flying off and then she, shooting backwards and hoping it blows up uh and she she does like a she flashback. screams her name and then explodes outward no no Super she Saiyan does a flashback mode. she screams she screams crying and then she does a flashback because she previously she got exploded and she couldn't hear anything and chris walked up and was like all you could hear as the audience members like yeah and then he just runs off and so then it does a flashback to explain where, where he just reveals, goes... The re- reveals the sacrifice yeah, scene. Yeah, reveals the sacrifice scene. He says, I love you, runs off. But comically, and, she explodes in this scene where the entire screen is just covered in orange now. And you only see her from the waist up now. Yeah. And f- for the rest of this fight scene... And it scene, just goes slow-mo, too. There's just she like bursts no, out and it's like slow-mo. Yeah, and for like the rest like, of the scene, there's like no setting anymore. It's no. just a vague orange mist in every direction everywhere. Yeah. And it makes everything look really... It looks like an unrendered video game. It it almost looks like the the Hulk comic book movie. Which just, comic book movie? Uh, just Hulk. Oh, Hulk. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that scene when she just bursts out like that, and it was like it slowed mode down for her to do. It, like it's it weird. Exploded really quickly. At this quickly. point, sh- at this point, all the worst lines of dialogue are happening. Where like the villain is literally just saying like "I will destroy you" while in slow motion he's flinging lightning or something. With the worst CGI lightning I've ever seen, it's like glowing bright. You can barely tell what it is. It's like this weird. You can tell it's like he even, he doesn't even know and, what the and, lightning and they looks add, like. And they add another stupid line to the uh, dialogue of the canon that is stupid lines that people quote too much in a uh, DC. Uh. Or just in general, really, like, because like the previous one I hated was, it's like, was it like she's he's the superhero that 
Gotham deserves, but not the one they need right now, or something like that. Where like literally, yeah, you, you, you would look at that line and try to dissect it in a lab, and you can't figure out what the fuck it's supposed to actually mean. Yeah, like it's have you you've thought about that line, right? Yeah. and how it just like it means nothing. It like, means nothing. It doesn't make any sense. What the fuck do you mean? Like no, I mean it literally means like, nothing. It's just because it's just he's saying words. he's saying I'm this, the I'm the here, hero that I that uh, that here, Gotham needs, but not right now. So you're nothing. And here's one of the ones that they do in this movie is they say it's not about what you deserve it's about what you believe yeah and i believe in love and i'm like well what is love they couldn't don't hurt with all these people being paid millions of dollars to write this movie you couldn't come up with anything better than that like as a reoccurring line to say over and over again in this movie is like you you asking a dc movie to write it's like that's not how dc works this is like her climactic line yeah for the movie that's her like triumphant i'm gonna kill the bad guy line is like it's not what the what people deserve, but what you believe in. And she does, and she <laughs> like, and th- and th- before this scene, she's like holding a tank, just holding it, just holding it over this uh, over Doctor uh, Doctor Poison. She's just holding it, looking at her. I don't even know why she's gonna kill Doctor Poison. I guess because that one time that they poisoned a village. But like, I think she's supposed to be mad because Chris just died to get rid of her poison. So okay, she's like, was, but really, like, but yeah. wait, Wonder Woman didn't know there's poison in that plane. Like, like what? Yeah, she doesn't. She yeah. She, she has no she idea. Has no understanding what's going on in the scene around her, really. So she doesn't really even fully understand why Chris killed her himself. Yeah, she, she has no idea. She's but been separate from everyone but she's else, like who's about, discovering what's happening. But she's about to kill this like Doctor Poison person who she, who she has never yeah, she's about met. To, she's about to she's mer- never even she's met Doctor Poison. Mercilessly crush Doctor Poison under a tank who she's never met. Doesn't really know who she is. Doesn't know that the poison was in the plane. Also, poison just wanders into the scene out of nowhere and then wanders back out the moment she doesn't kill her. Like, it's such a weird contrivance as she just wanders in and out of the mist and, like, why you want to kill Dr. Poison? Why Why would you be directing your aggression towards anyone besides Ares in this yeah. scene? And then, of course, whoa, what a fucking twist. She doesn't kill Dr. Poison with the tank. She just... So many people were just on the edge of their seat. What's Wonder Woman going to do in this scene? She does the shittiest CGI, like... Okay, yeah, she was clearly holding... Yeah, she was she clearly... throws it away. She was clearly holding, like, like a, a styrofoam, a styrofoam box. box. And she just goes, like... <laughs> I was like, yo, you trying to make a three-point shot with that tank? Like, what the fuck? I, I thought she threw it at Ares the first time she did it. Like, or when she did it originally, I was like, did she Why just, wouldn't she? Well, yeah, but I was like, did she just throw that? Why, why doesn't she throw it at Ares? She just discards I, it. I don't like, know. But why'd when, you bother when, to pick it when up? When she threw it the way she did, I was like, did she just casually throw a tank like that? Because it looked like she didn't even aim. She just went like, uh. Like, it, it was like an overhand throw just for to no... We were interrupted. Yeah, we were interrupted. Sorry about that. Because Andrew forgot to plug in the laptop. A plus. You did it. You're welcome, audience. A plus. It's okay. We're professionals. Yeah. yeah still professionals. Uh, one of these days we'll get through an entire spoiler cast without having a cut in the middle of it. Yes. Last time it was because it was getting too dark. Oh, right. We set up that light. Forgot to plug in the, the uh, laptop. But don't worry. Soon it will be fixed. It's fine. The movie's over already. She beats the bad guy. It's really boring. Yeah. She basically... It's pump- so boring. Like, uh, I, like as the person who... Like, going into this, I thought that I'd be defending this movie a lot. Because I know I liked it significantly more than Andrew did, but I find it very hard to defend because most things he says are all generally right. <laughs> like I'm not being stubborn about it. It feels I'm not well, trying to be unrealistic. The movie feels like the Prometheus experience I had, where I watched it and I'm like, 
yeah, that was all right. And then the moment I started thinking about it, I'm like, that thing and that, what the fuck was that? No, that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. And like, it kind of falls apart it's, when you think about it too much. Yeah. And I and, understand, uh, like, I my I come off as very, like, I'm just going to hate everything. So, like, there's because, very little I can defend about this movie. Other yeah. than that, I just, I kind of was all right with it. But man, this ending's boring. Ending's super boring. It's, she She basically, like pumbles him a lot and then he like throws lightning at her she doesn't get shocked by it she just absorbs it there's a part where all the lightning's all over her gauntlets and she's like and then she just some reason and she clearly has like no understanding what it looks like either like it's just added special effects afterwards that doesn't fit the scene because she just keeps like looking at her bracelets i assume he's unleashing the final power remnants of power from zeus at her and she's just sending it back at him and that's what's going on basically because it's lightning and it's like zeus's power who's gone now but she does like she does it's really weird because she She does does really awkward poses with it yeah but she does like to do her last move before she kills him him she puts her clefts together yeah like she does for the explosion but then a beam comes out she like shoots a fucking beam out of her bracelets by doing it yeah, like she this. kamehameha my has that yeah. was way too many syllables but yeah. it just blows him up yeah and it just goes right through him instantly which and is he just something that's up. just not really set up in any real way no so it just kind of happens like oh i guess it's over now yep so it's one of the worst ending scenes for a while now because every superhero movie pretty much has a really terrible ending where two people are just beating the shit out of each other and there's no apparent <laughs> consequence for any of it. Like, the worst ones that come to mind for me are the the endings of both Hulk movies. Yeah. Are like, I literally can't tell what I'm looking at in either of the ends of those movies where it's just a Hulk fighting another big Hulk and they're, like, punching each other and maybe they're underwater or going through a building and like, yeah. I'm like... It's just noise on the screen at some point, and it's, eventually one of them wins. Yeah, it's like watching a Godzilla movie and where he's fighting another Godzilla. The distinction between all the hits that don't matter and all the hits that do matter is so impossible to distinguish that yeah. you're just like, eh, fucking wake me up when it's over. Uh, one of the only times I feel like I've cared about the end of one of these movies was Civil War. You watch Civil War? Yeah, I watched it. Like, because it's a small room and it's Captain America and Iron Man just pummeling each other and they're and not like, and they they're don't destroying have destroying each other like the armors are yeah. the armors coming off and all the shit's going down like, but the like oh it's a real fight's happening but the difference is they're both characters see the, the characters that, you care about fighting for reasons you understand even if you don't agree with them yeah and damage is happening during the Be, fight and but, it's over in like a couple minutes but that's the thing it's like that the, the important factor to take away from that is there are two characters that are different yeah because they have different abilities so iron man has armor and Captain America is just super strong. Yeah. So, you know, Captain America can punch him and he, you know, like, it dents armor or it breaks it off. And he can just try to beam and away the, his the, weapon. And every part of the fight's conveying but, a concept of some kind. Yes. Like, things are happening. Yeah, things are happening. But and, when it's Wonder Woman versus Hades, they're just the same, or versus Ares, they have the same powers. They have the same strength, the same speed, the same It's everything. like watching two CPUs fight each other in a fighting game with unlimited health. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, they sure are comboing each other. It's I basically guess. it's basically like watching salty bets, but you program it to be. But then both very perfectly. abruptly, out of nowhere, a super attack happens, and yeah. then the fight ends. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. over now. It was that's why I said it's like salty bets. It's like watching a salty bets fight where, hey, look, both of these characters are fighting. It's down to neck and neck. One just does a bullshit move. Yep. And it's like, okay, well, so that like, was so I so like I started liking the movie like twenty percent in ish, and I and I liked it all the way up until this moment where there's just nothing of value. Yeah. Like. The story falls apart. There's nothing that's really fun to watch. It's really boring. It takes too long. And then the movie's over. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, it even does this weird thing. Like, as what, soon as What Ares, a surprise. She won. Yeah, as soon as Ares <laughs> just blows up, uh, everybody takes off their gas masks and is just super friendly with each other. Because he apparently literally caused all of war on his own, and everyone's better yeah. now. Yeah, like World War One was only because some Everyone dude knows a- that it's called World War One because there wasn't another one. 
Yeah. Shit. Well, he came back, you idiot. Yeah, is there going to be a Wonder Woman sequel where they fight Hades again in well, World War II? Well, no, because she didn't have a memory of World War II. Yet. Well, but this is in the current time. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna go back and they're going to go to a... By the way, just, just like let that sink in. What? We're in the current time. Yep. After World War One. So no one's caught on that she's literally Wolverine? No one's just kind of like, hey, is this okay that you've been living? They, they probably know she doesn't age. Well, you saw BBS, right? Yeah. Because I, I haven't seen it. And do they know she's immortal? No. I guess, do they even know her in that movie, no, really? No, they don't even know. All that- I know about that movie is they go like, she with you at the same time. Like, they both think that they're the, that she's with the other one. So no one knows why she's there. Yeah, they Batman or Superman have no fucking idea who she is. I cannot bring myself to watch that movie. It's it's an experience. But like I but, I hate the endings of superhero movies like that because like even Guardians of the Galaxy 2, like I enjoyed the entire movie up until the final fight where I'm just like it's just noise happening on the screen. It's but, like I mean that's that, how I felt for Guardians of the Galaxy 1. It's just I think the, waves the first of the, just shit where yeah. everyone's just pummeling on each other. I'm like, "All right." I think the first Guardians ended like shit. I hated it. Um, but, but I think I mean, the rest of the movie was okay. But the first Guardians but, mostly doesn't have that specific ending. No, but it had, they, they it, blow him away with the power of friendship. But just bad <laughs> endings. Yeah, and, it's uh, not a great ending, yeah, but it's not that bad ending. No, it's not that it's, specific it's not one. The specific. That, yeah, it's not the one that almost every superhero movie has. But I'm saying I'm like every. Of. I don't think like superhero movies end well. Yeah, I don't think you can write a good ending to a superhero movie. I mean, what Kick Ass? Maybe maybe Iron Man three. Or is it eh? where, all the, where all the suits are being destroyed because he's proven that he doesn't need them anymore. Yeah, all the suits just fly like fireworks. That was at least sky. that was at least conveying some kind of character thing at the very least. Yeah, compared to what else, I guess. But yeah, so that was Wonder that's, Woman. That's Wonder Woman. Uh, um, I was not totally bored aside from the ending, so it was, it was fine as a movie. Uh, I'll never watch it again. I don't think. And yeah. Andrew hated it. I hated it. I hated every, <laughs> pretty much every single moment. I was except just for... so relieved to not be watching Suicide Squad, and that that, that yeah. game, my my expectations were so beat down, which apparently doesn't work on you because you just watched Batman vs Superman beforehand, yeah, and that didn't do anything to you. Um, but I yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, a takeaway for me, or the reason it upsets me, is like Batman v Superman is, uh. Batman v Superman is a better movie than this. Is it really? It is. Uh, because Batman v Superman is comically bad. When you watch it, you can you can at least chuckle about how like how dumb. So you thought it was so bad it's good, whereas you thought this one was too mediocre to be interesting. Yeah, this one is just bad on like on a not inter- entertaining level. It's yeah, like, it's not. I have I just don't have anything drawing me to ever watch it again. Yeah, yeah. I, there wasn't like I like the CGI didn't look good to me. The fighting scenes didn't look good to me. Like definitely the acting wasn't good to me, except for Chris, the fucking star of the show. <laughs> and like everything else just didn't seem good. At least Batman v Superman had like stupid lines and like really dumb acting. And it was like you could tell it was just not well made, but it was well made in that like Transformers Do way. Do you please? Yeah, like it's you will. It's like it's so you. There's so many quotable dumb lines from Batman v Superman that there's, I know without watching. Yeah, it. there's none. I don't even have to go through the hard part to, get, to benefit yeah, from that. There's none from Wonder Woman. I already know about Save Martha. Yeah, there's not a single line from Wonder Woman I would quote in a meme style. There's just nothing funny about this movie. There's nothing entertainingly yeah. funny about this movie being bad. It's just not good on a not good level. <laughs> yeah, it feels mediocre at best. Yeah, I, uh, I think people may. It kind of feels like people decided in advance 
that there was going to be this narrative that this was the movie that would redeem DC. I get that. And so feeling. I, it feels like people were looking for that to happen. Yeah. And so they kind of con. It feels like people, people kind of confirm that for themselves. I went in. I went in with the expectation that it was going to be just as shit as every other DC movie. Yeah. And I walked away feeling like this is actually not even up to par with the other DC movies in terms of quality. Like I feel like super like super it, like Superman Man even, of Steel looked was it better. even as good as like Thor Dark World. The one no. that people forget exists because no. it was not like, great. Thor Dark World at least looked good. The at least they had a fun scenes, action scene where yeah. everyone's going through portals. Like I guess. the action scene looks good. Even though good. it's totally baffling how uh girlfriend gets summoned to the exact demon hole yeah, that causes the whole story to happen. I don't know about that. But the uh but I mean like the, a lot of I don't know, like I, I feel bad because I think DC just keeps I don't know what they're doing, but they keep shooting themselves in the foot. And I need them to stop doing that. It's Zack Snyder. I don't know what it is it? Probably because it's just they're, they've put him in control of the whole thing. It seems, and I don't know if he really knows how to structure this kind of thing. It, I uh, obviously he doesn't. Like I, Zach, I've never known Zack Snyder to tell a coherent story. He just tell he just does things visually. Like I actually enjoy watching Sucker Punch, which is basically like some sort of bullshit, hyper unrealistic like anime music video. The movie. Like, yeah, it's weird music playing that's always covers, but like stylish, like stylish genre shift covers in many cases of others of songs I like crossed with like schoolgirl outfit samurai girls fighting against mechs and steampunk zombies. Okay. And like, that's the movie. It's a, but it's not, it doesn't go in it's with the, like, wow, story. Good yeah, job. it doesn't go in with the intention of trying so, to like, say anything. This, having them control your like, your like 10 plus movie universe. It seems baffling. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. Because he's never made a movie where the, that was known for its interesting and well-done storytelling. And, yeah, I, I just think, I don't like, think... that's not what 300 is. And that's not what Dawn of the Dead was, the no. remake. Oh, it wait, was, did he make... Don, he did he, he make, made the remake of Dawn of the Dead where they're stuck in the mall and everything's no, really orange. No, did he orange. make 300 as well? <laughs> yeah. God, he couldn't even do fucking slow-mo right again? No, this movie's not by Zack Snyder. Oh. But Zack Snyder made... Zack Snyder made both superhero Superman movies. Okay, and he's like the guy leading this whole thing. Like he's right. he, like he's the producer on this one, and he's the, he, and he's the producer on Suicide producer, Squad. So he saw this and was like, "Yeah, that slow mo is yeah. okay." That's what he does. The guy who made an entire movie in slow mo. You're telling me he fucking signed off on this shitty half baked slow mo? Fuck, man. It's weird because it's like if you had Michael Bay. It, it's like if Michael Bay was your your guy that was controlling the Star Wars universe. <laughs> It's like, why are you giving that property to Michael Bay? Oh God, that what would are you be... doing? I even I think George Lucas would literally <laughs> buy back Star Wars. Like I think he would if like Disney was like, okay, Michael Bay is gonna lead it. I think Lord George Lucas would fund more money from like, Kickstarter and buy back from like Disney. You, it's Star like you Wars. got a director, he has a style, and his movies make money. I think, but like. He's not. Why is he? Yeah, yeah. Why are you having control of this thing? Though? He's not. He's not like Your a leader universe. in that. Yeah. It's that's unfortunate. And you're gonna hedge all bets on Zack Snyder. <laughs> the fuck. In in either case, uh, I like Disney hedged Star Wars on J.J. Abrams, and Warner Brothers hedged all of DC on Zack Snyder. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Warner Brothers has made worse mistakes, like most of their existence. But 
I'll take your word for that. Warner Brother movies are generally <laughs> very broad like, statement. Warner Brother movies are genuinely handled pretty poorly. I'll, I admittedly um, don't. Outside of superhero movies, where it's really easy to follow, Harry I don't, Potter. You, I don't know, usually notice who's behind most oh. movies. Yeah, I mean, all the Harry Potters were done with Warner Brothers. Those um, were good. I know we'll uh, argue on about that, but yeah, that's. I mean, whatever. But uh, what else is? I mean, they have a ton of stuff. I'm trying to think of. By movies. the way, do you know that you have a framed Harry Potter thing next to your TV? Yes, I'm aware. It's a mistake I made as a child. Um, you, you were not a child when the Horcrux symbols were made. I mean the uh, the elder, whatever it's called, the elder sign or whatever. Yeah, it's the it's the. It's I, the I I know what it's from. Yeah, it's it's the cloak and yeah. it's the I don't remember what the circle is anymore and the elder wand. That's like the last book. Yeah, <laughs> you can't claim you were a child. No, I was a child. Why I, is it still there? Is it paint, is it glued to the wall? No, it's yeah, it's glued to the wall, Keith. I glued it to the wall. And I can't get it off. I don't understand why you're keeping it. Is it like family or something? Yeah, because family gave it to me. Weird. I mean, if you want to get into it, did, the, they, the did reason... they think you liked Harry Potter? Yes, they do. That's the mistake. You I can't... made the mistake as a child by reading the first two books and going to see three of the movies. On the topic of talking about things that no one can see in this podcast, your what your webcam looks like Darth Vader in the, in the shadow. Why can't it be Darth Vader? <laughs> it looks really weirdly like Darth Vader. In any case, anyway, that was Wonder Woman. That was Wonder Woman. Uh, Keith recommends seeing it once. Apparently, I don't really, I, I don't really recommend it. I just don't actively condemn it the way I did the last few DC okay. movies. But, I actively condemn it. But yeah, I'm not. Think, I'm not really into it. I don't think it's okay. It I, was fine. I yeah. Shadow, I don't know. I, I feel you're gen- ruining our audio. I feel genuinely bad for anybody who would go see this movie under the impression <laughs> of the uh, under the impression of the Metacritic or Rotten Tomato score. Because it's not, it's not realistically accurately portrayed. See um, you next time. See you next time for the next bad movie. Everyone hate Andrew in the comments. It's going it. to be, it. be transformed. He doesn't, look, he doesn't check the comments out of paranoia about how people appreciate him or That's anything. not true. I do. <laughs> so if you say bad things, I read it. And I'll feel bad. <laughs>